0: Afternoon, everybody. It is Thursday afternoon, and it is now time for Inside the Eye Live Prime Time.
1: Hey Fetch. Hey Fetch.
2: Quiet, quiet. Go ahead. She's she's asking a question. Don't be rude. Don't be rude.
3: Hey Fetch, did that woman really say you have garnets of steel and a mind like a freaking laser?
0: Mary, you can't be asking questions like that. This is Inside the i prime Primetime. Why not?
1: Aren't we broadcasting from the Middle East?
0: Well, yeah, but we might be seen as being politically incorrect. You know, the problem is everybody dumps people when there's a, like a
2: sign of, of political incorrectness. Ethan, you're
3: always politically
2: correct.
0: Hey, thanks. Does, does that mean we can talk about dumping the Israelis tomorrow?
1: I'm sure you will probably say quite a bit more than that. And now coming to you live from somewhere in the Middle East, this is Inside the iLive Primetime with your host, The Fetch.
0: All right. Thank you very much for that, Mary. Uh, from Riyadh, the capital of Saudi Arabia, this is indeed The Fetch. And you are listening to Inside the Eye iLive Primetime. Today's date is Thursday, January the 21st. Uh, 2021 and a good Thursday afternoon, early evening to all of you listening out there in the United States and Canada and a good late Friday to early, actually I should say late Thursday to early Friday to Friday morning to all of you listening in European and Asian time zones and of course wherever you are out there on the World Wide Web or our FM and micro-FM broadcasting outlets. May I be well with you and yours. Quite a chilly day here in Riyadh. In fact, very early in the morning, yesterday morning, because I'm already Friday morning here, probably about the same time, you know, the wind started to pick up, kind of howling actually. Woke me up, I went out, shut everything down, because uh, just had to, quite frankly, because if you don't, You're going to end up with a lot of dust everywhere, and I'm sure there already is. I just haven't checked. But nonetheless, I got up, shut all the windows because the wind was really howling in the morning. And when I woke up, it was still quite crisp and breezy. It was very cool, quite frankly. And with the very dry air, it just kind of bites through you. And that's what really makes Riyadh very cold in the winter. Temperatures only got up to 59 degrees today. So that in and of itself is very, very cold. And then it never really warmed up. Obviously, 59 degrees with the wind. It kind of adds a little chill factor to that and really kind of bites through you. So it's kind of a cool day today. Uh Right now, we're sitting at only 43 degrees at just after 2 o'clock in the morning. And we're going to be going down... To an overnight low of 39 degrees, which is about four, four and a half degrees Celsius out there. So this is actually the coldest night so far of the year and the winter season. And you can really feel the cold coming up off the floor. My nose is a bit chilly. I don't have any heaters here. I do have my sweater on. I got a nice, nice sweater I took from Jordan. I did take some winter clothes because it is cold here, but it is very, very chilly to say the least. I'm thinking at this rate, since I've moved into this house here, I may need to go buy some throw rugs, everybody, because I got to get off of this floor. It's like it's just you can feel the you can feel the cold coming up off the floor into your feet and then up into your legs. And it's really kind of cold, not complaining, just kind of informing. I'm actually not complaining, but uh when you look at the bigger picture, uh, these are very minor problems to have because like you, probably most of you and certainly me and a lot of people around the world, the big news was yesterday's seeming purported, you know, it, I have to say seeming or purported, inauguration of Joe Biden as the 46th president of the United States. And of course, with the fake news being the fake news that it is, uh, one has to wonder if that was actually a real inauguration. It could have been, might have been, but one never knows. What we do know is Joseph Biden, as this quote unquote 46th uh, president of the United States, he's illegitimate. He's a fraud. The entire operation that put Biden into office was a criminal organization and for us as Americans, we have to ponder which way do we go. You know, the, the, I, I guess the circumstances on the ground kind of presents us with a couple facts. You know, it, one, it looks like Trump just kind of abandoned everybody. Got out of Dodge, uh, pardoned a lot of Jews, a couple black people, left every, all the white people in jail, and then just got out of Dodge. Uh, headed out to Mar-a-Lago and lots of white people were there to cheer him on. Not that he gave them anything, um, but uh, he's down there. And then, of course, I heard Biden was actually inaugurated 14 minutes before he should have been. So it was actually ahead of time. it's the timing was off, he should not have been inaugurated until just after 12 o'clock in the afternoon because that's when technically President Trump would cease to be President Trump. So we're looking at a situation today here in Saudi. I think I had about six people, seven people come up to me. Biden, 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 Biden. I was out at our factory. We have a huge factory. We're one of the big, big, uh, you know, one of the companies I consult to has a huge factory, 36,000 square meters to be exact. And plus office space, probably close to 40,000 square meters. 40,000 square meters, you have to times that by 10, that's 400,000 square feet worth of uh just roof space. That's not including the actual yard space. It's quite a bit more than that. I think it's one hectare, a 1,000 square feet. No, 10,000 square feet. 1,000 square meters would be times 10, yeah, 10,000 square feet, something like that. It's huge. Or 100,000 square feet. No, 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 I don't know. It's more than that. 1 million square feet. Yeah, one million square feet. Something like that. It's huge, guys. I don't know. It's big. It's, it's, you got, it's, you don't walk it in two minutes. Put it that way. Uh, but anyways, I was out there and there's, we have a Yemeni guy that is the shop manager and he was so excited. So excited. Trump, Biden, yes, Biden, yes. Like, what do you like Biden for? Do you even understand what's going on? He says, maybe now Yemen can have peace. So essentially, I guess in some circles, they view President Trump as being a war president. And the whole reason why everybody is at war is because of President Trump. And I, I assured him, I said, you know, President Trump isn't the guy that's your main problem. The main problem you're going to have is Biden. Because Biden is much more controlled by the elements that would want to start a lot of wars. He's a little confused. I said, look, Biden stole the election, dude. I said, he stole the election. I said, if I come and I steal something, or if you go and you steal something, what that tells you is you don't have something that is right in your heart. Your heart is wrong because you're not going to go and try to steal something if you have a good, clean, honest heart. So the fact that we are staring at a stolen or an apparent stolen election here, and for now it appears to be, just let it be for what it is, Uh, we have people in power that really do have an exceptionally dark heart. I mean, you don't steal power and have a clean heart. And of course we've seen just how nasty these people have been, or are promising to be, everything from the proposed black, this guy is so black by the way, he makes like a Congolese baboon look light skinned, you know, very light. This guy's black. And he's, he's nasty. He's mean. I don't even know his name. Don't care right now. Uh, we'll have to look into him, but he's like promising he's gonna root out racism. He's gonna root out su- white supremacism in the, uh, in the armed forces. Guys, these aren't nice people. In fact, what we have seen this week is The culmination of power by a global homo-Jewish infrastructure. In fact, I saw Aharetz. Aharetz, or however you say it. I don't have the story in front of me, but I saw the, the article, and it was something to the effect that the Black and Jewish Alliance has come in to defeat America. I mean, get that. That's coming out of Israel. The Black and Jewish Alliance has defeated America. And in some respects, it certainly appears that way. You know, we have seen blacks riot, destroy cities, cause tens, really, if not tens, I think in the many, many millions, billions, seven, eight, nine billion dollars worth of damage across the United States. Uh, they continue along with their Antifa thugs to riot. I think they attacked more police and uh, courts in, in Oregon yesterday, something like that, maybe Washington equally. And the patriots, which are really the Americans with some of their allies in the black community, some, not many, some in the Asian, some in the Mexican, um, they're kind of laying low right now. And that's probably a good thing because what you have here is a militant, uh, totalitarian government that has seemingly taken the reign in Washington, D.C., But one has to wonder, have they really taken the reign in Washington, D.C.? You know, you've got 65,000 troops now in Washington. Think about it. Why, why do we need 65,000 troops in Washington to protect what is essentially a criminal government? Personally, I don't get it. But we do know there's 65,000 troops there because the head of the National Guard told us that he's got 65,000 troops there.
4: Hi, good evening. I'm Dan Hoganson, the chief of the National Guard Bureau. This evening I'm visiting some of the 65,000 National Guard soldiers and airmen that are on duty today. Today we're in our nation's capital and our soldiers and airmen are here set up throughout the city to help protect our nation's capital.
0: So, okay, they are there to protect the capital. but protect the capital from whom or from what? You know, we've had, we got chemical and biological teams there. We've got sniffer teams there, which would be for chemical and nuclear weapons. We have combat air patrols going on. We have 500 striker vehicles or something like that outfitted with 55 caliber or 50 caliber, uh, machine guns. We've got, again, all these troops that are supposedly armed. We've got governors or senators now all of a sudden, worried that all these white supremacists in the military are going to fire on Biden. It's 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 curious, honestly, what is happening. You have people out there saying, "Hey, look, this isn't even in a real inauguration. It actually was just more fake news." And one of the people saying that was Lynn Wood, and as proof, they're saying, "Hey, look, it showed in Spain eleven hours before it showed in America. This was actually." This is just fake. And we have to accept that it just might be fake. It might be. We don't know. Again, we, all we're seeing is pictures on a screen at the end of the day. And then we've got Biden signing all of these executive orders his very, very first day. Like, oh, I'm on the job. This really, and of course, the executive orders are all anti-American, pro-globalist. Uh, affects many, many tens of thousands of American workers in a time where we need as many jobs as possible. So we are looking at who knows what in Washington, D.C. Now, is Biden president? Is he really president? No. No, he's not from a classic sense because he got there by fraud and fraud vitiates all things, which means fraud destroys or nullifies all things. So Biden is a fraud. The people behind Biden are frauds. Now, where are there some benefits coming out of this? Well, one benefit I saw out of this is soon as Biden was elected or nominated, not nominated, but, uh, ascended the throne, was installed. This is, you ever talk about installing people? This is a classic example of somebody being installed into power. But now we're seeing the medical industry all of the sudden and the health officials all around pulling back on this COVID-19 scam. Well, that's a, that's good because they've been peddled to the metal trying to really strangle everybody for the past, what, eight, nine months. And the second Biden gets into office purportedly, we see all this, all this pullback coming from that. However, he's, Biden has already put us into the World Health Organization. He's supposed to have a meeting tomorrow with Fauci is going to be chairing this meeting on behalf of the United States with the World Health Organization. But the World Health Organization is essentially a medical mafia. It's a terrorist operation. Fauci is a criminal. Uh, Essentially, we are looking at this regime because that's what this is. When you want to use the term regime, uh, this is a regime. Uh, The Biden administration, if you want to call it such, is a regime. It's a criminal thug organization. And, of course, many countries actually recognize that and are calling it out for what it is. And for Americans, we just have to ask ourselves, how do we move forward from here? And that's going to be the key question. You can't just give up. I mean, we have to live with the new circumstances. And one of those circumstances is the reality that, folks, the MAGA, and the extended patriots who aren't necessarily entirely MAGA but can identify with it, we're still the majority. We have 90, 100, maybe 120 million people strong. A lot of talk about imploding the GOP, yes. A lot of talk about starting a third party. Uh, I kind of agree with the Don, Dan Bongino here. No, don't start a third party because it's going to be very, very difficult. The fact of the matter is, is the MAGA movement, 80 million plus strong, they built that party. What they need to do is just absolutely rip it apart and take control of it from top to bottom. Just absolutely get rid of the garbage, get rid of the criminality, get rid of the treason, and just take it over. You don't want to be in a situation where you're going to be splitting your votes between Republicans and new party, and then the Democrats are going to win all the time because there's this... This uh Republicans basically dividing themselves in half because that's what would happen. You'd have to go win a ton of Democrats over to your way if you were to start a third party. No, the fact of the matter is, is MAGA can own and control that party. So that is something that has to go through. Uh, on the domestic level locally, lot of effort. Look, there's a huge, huge anti-white, anti-Christian movement out there perpetuated or promulgated or pushed forward by Jews and their global homo alliance, the transgender alliance. They are out for blood. They hate people. They do not produce anything. They are essentially parasites on our society, and they are looking to go after anything and anybody that is a conservative slash Trump supporter slash Christian slash white. So it's going to be very important that people start to kind of like circle the wagons around your community, get to know each other, make sure you stand up for each other, and just find ways to work together. Obviously, turning out and tuning off, tuning out, I think that's how it's said, tuning out. A lot of this fake media is very healthy for you. I bet you Trump right now, he's about probably less stress. He's not worrying about his Twitter account anymore. He's off social media. He's not getting hammered. He doesn't he see all this crap coming from the pedophile left. So I'm sure maybe he's probably a little bit relieved because he's been kicked off of social media equally like most of us have. So all of that is probably a good thing. He's probably uh, less stress at this stage. Was, we got more, obviously. Just getting started here. Inside the Eye Live. You can join me in the chat room. I actually haven't gone there yet. Inso- actually, I have gone there. I just haven't clicked the window to say hello. Uh, com. You can click on the live chat button. Uh, quiet today. It's actually quiet today. I see, uh, Steve Bannon's back. How you doing, dude? My Eye. Is Graham actually in the house? Graham's there. Dude, how you doing, man? It's late for you. It's 'Cause it's late for me. But Graham's in the house, Windmiller, okay, cool, and my eye and a few others. So guys, you can join us in the chat room. Inside the dot com. Click on the live chat button that gets you in the door there. Telephone lines if you'd like to call in one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's one three two three two seven five one three one four. Now going back to what's happening in Washington DC You know, I've been following, and probably a lot of you have been following equally, many different sources, whether it's the Q side, which is, to me, excessive hopium. That's going to be added to the dictionary after this whole thing. Excessive hopium to the really angry side, to the depressed side to many different angles, you know, emotions going on through people right now. I don't know where you are. For me, I'll tell you where I was, disappointment. Um, I think probably disappointment would be the best one. I'm trying to think what other emotions. Nervous, actually, a little bit uh, stressed about the direction of the future. Uh, What else? Uh, Stress, nervous, um, disappointed worried a little bit honestly being overseas and all you know you're worried whether you're ever going to get to go where you need to, to go you know where you'd like to go under the current conditions so yeah that's an issue um let's see i think that's gonna be i think that's bruce in texas hey bruce how you doing yeah you're fine. Welcomed inside the I live prime time, dude What's happening in Texas
2: <laughs> What do you mean what happened in Texas?
0: You guys succeed yet? I mean, what's going on? What's the talk on the town? What's the talk on the street?
2: Oh it's, we're back to normal here. big traffic, traffic accidents, and uh everyone's back in school and back to work. We're getting stronger while the rest of the country, at least the liberal sides, are uh, getting weaker, you know.
0: Yeah, I think the liberal sides are going to continue to get weaker, too. And that's fine with me
2: right now because they
0: want blood and they want our blood. So it's okay if they continue to get weaker. I would have no problem with that for now. I'm not yeah, into this good, unity. That
2: was a good rundown. Well, I'm sorry. That, yeah. That a good rundown you gave
0: there. Well, thank you. I got through I got through fifteen minutes of the show, dude. That's a good start, man.
2: Yeah. That that purge that's going on in the military where they're actually going through social media accounts and identifying anybody that is to the is to the right of Karl Marx, you know. That that tells me they're gearing up for something. They want all loyalists in the military. They don't care if they get rid of the cream of the crop to do it. You know, they want psychopaths. They want they want uh, a globalist army, you know, to go after the regular people.
0: Yeah, I think they were talking about trying to purge as much as 80% of white people in the military. You know, 50, 60, 70, 80% white. It's like, who's going to fight your wars, dude? You're going to get a bunch of global homo... You know, good luck. Good luck. Well, you know what? Every country will eat you alive and actually the American population would if they actually got into a shooting war with you if you were to carry it to that, to that degree. I hope it never gets to that degree. It's still too early to call that, you know. But certainly you can hear that's what's on their minds. Certainly some of the people in power that is on their minds. I don't think there's any question about that.
2: Yeah, exactly. You know, uh, Victoria Newland, being appointed to the State Department again, uh, the uh, Jewess, and her husband was a co-founder of the Project for a New American Century.
0: They're back in town, eh?
2: Yeah, that's something. So Victoria Newland, who uh, orchestrated the Ukrainian coup and put the Ukraine in a position to where the Bidens can benefit off of it financially. Gets rewarded with another post in the State Department. I mean, it's totally criminal.
0: Like It's it's mafia. It is a mafia. And you know what's interesting? You know, Bruce, what's interesting is I was calling America a mafia state, I think a couple years ago, at least relative to their foreign policy, maybe two, three, four years ago. And it's now really obvious that this is a mafia.
2: Yeah, you're right. Okay. Oh, one more thing. Uh, remember Justice? Uh, oh, heck, what was his name? He died out here, in, out there in West Texas. Scalia. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that, that was a, that that happened in 2016. And uh, that's a pretty powerful message to the uh, to the justice, you know, to the judges. That uh, no matter who you are and how up you are, you know, you could find yourself dead. You know.
0: Yep, you yep. know. Yep, All right,
2: thanks.
0: Driving, uh, the, you have a good show. All right, thanks you for listening? you're actually you listening to me while driving. How cool is that? It's drive time, and Bruce is on the radio. Everybody, how cool is that? Yeah, I didn't hear about the Noodleman. Noodleman, I'm watching the chat room. Uh, New, what's her name? Newland, 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 Newland. You know what's interesting about this? I got, actually, I got two minutes, so I'm going to save it to go over to the next thing. So I got about two minutes to go here, three minutes to go. I probably won't get my half-hour break at the top of the hour. I forgot to warn everybody. Um, Yeah, how many people have, yeah, Steve Bannon in the chat room's got a good mark. You know, we've got like 42,000 Americans have died now of COVID on the, uh, Okay, 8,000, that's still a lot, have died of COVID, they say, on Joe Biden's watch. It's only been a day, so Joe Biden, of course, he's going to make all this 100-day mask mandate. What You know what? I, I swear, guys, these politicians, uh, this this leadership, the whole idea around this deep state regime, these aren't even serious human beings. You know what I mean? They're a bunch of clowns. These aren't even serious grown-up adults. They're a bunch of children. I don't know if you saw today the little video of Biden walking like into some building, and there's two Marines standing on each side of the door. And you can hear the video or the audio coming from Biden saying, like, uh, uh, salute the Marines. In other words, it's such a childish, stupid world these people live in that they've got a complete idiot parading around as the president of the most powerful nation of the world. And the guy's got to be like directed like a child from behind. This is not even a, these people aren't serious. They're idiots. They are absolute clowns. Oh, salute the pres- salute the Marines. And then Biden's going, salute the Marines. And he walks to the door because he's so confused and out of control. He doesn't know where he is. But the whole thing, guys, it just smacks of children. These are children. These are not serious human beings. They just don't show any sense of statecraft. Any semblance of responsibility. Any semblance of, mm, I don't know. Pff, making it through a break without making themselves look like a bunch of fools. How's that? It's a fetch, everybody. Inside the Eye Live, prime time. Back after this short break. Alright, buddy, welcome back. I'll tell you, that first break, man, it does, that sounds terrible, doesn't it? That bumper music. It's kind of, I don't know, guys, anyways. I don't know, guys. I've been listening, you know, with this whole Biden thing, right? And I've been giving it a lot of listening to all these people. Literally from Bannon to Health Ranger, I'll give you some of them. Uh X22 Report, uh, others out there trying to get an idea what's going on with this whole thing with the Biden thing. And... Obviously, there's others, you know, through Gab that are not so popular, not so big, that type of thing. And and the one thing I've noticed out of all of this, and it's not so true on Gab because I follow a certain type of uh, person on Gab, and I'm not giving a lot of credit for it, but you guys know my history anyways. But what I've noticed out of Bannon and Health Ranger and all these other personalities Not one of them mentions the real problem here. Not one. Not one. If you watch Bannon, he's bringing on his guru rabbi. It's like, dude, the rabbi talks a big game, but the problem is the rabbi's, the rabbi's people, they ain't pro-American, dude. This rabbi might sound good, but the problem is in the Jewish community. You listen to the health ranger, And all he talks about is the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis. And he brings some interesting information. I'll give him that. But the real problem here is that we're still not dealing with the core, 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 core of the problem. And that is, of course, this powerful Jewish criminal elite mafia in the background. Same with the X-22, Sergeant Report. All the big names, all of them, they don't say a word about the fact that this was a Jewish coup and that of course Trump we all know was part of the Jewish mafia in a way but certainly he did a lot of great things that we could not have accomplished on our own and and maybe you disagree with me here and there's a lot of stuff that he did that I think were not so bright but at the end of the day he has to do what he has to do type of thing So you look forward to all this stuff and you look at Biden and you say to yourself, Biden, Biden's illegal and all these guys will talk about all of this stuff. But first of all, when Trump moves, let's first go to Trump. I mean, who does he pardon? (laughs) You know, he, he goes out with a bunch of pardons. Steve Bannon is somebody he pardoned. Probably the biggest mistake... Trump made was getting rid of Bannon and surrounding himself with a bunch of Zio idiots. In other words, you surround yourself with a bunch of Zio idiots. You're going to get yourself into this situation. Then you go to the other side on the Q side and it's like, oh, this is the plan and it's working great. Then you got the people, and I'm not faulting you for it, but you're sending me this information that, you know, this Q thing, it mirrored this Bolshevik counters, counterintelligence PSYOP from 1923 and trust the plan, trust the plan, trust the plan and look at all the similarities then I see Mike King uh former tomato bubble I don't know if, what it is called, I think it's called Real History Channel or something like that I'd like to get Mike King back, Mike if you are listening or any of your people are listening close to him I'd like to get you back on this one but he's saying, I'm, I got egg on my face, uh, so if you want, tune in to Mike King from the Tomato Bubble Real History Channel, anti-New York Times. He's going to actually smear egg all over his face because he feels that he's been taken in by this Q thing, and he gave a lot of people a lot of fake false hope, and now he's got egg on his face. So he he's promising to actually smear egg on his face Sunday, I believe. He's actually going to put it up on video. Well, I kind of agree with Mike on one thing. I'm not so convinced that the Q thing was entirely, entirely um, psyop. There's a lot of stuff that's been released that's actually quite good that helped bring a lot of people into awareness that we could not have done in our limited ability here. Okay, We've done a great job over the years, but our reach is only so much. Furthermore, you didn't need a, a Q, per se, because you wouldn't need, because the Q is assuming that Trump is part of this great grand conspiracy. and But you never needed Trump, and Trump never needed to bother. You could have just brought in Hillary Clinton, and after eight years of Hillary Clinton, you'd be eight years ahead of where we are today. So there was, it just doesn't make sense to me from a deep state slash strategy. strategy doesn't make sense. It it just doesn't. So I trust that Trump was largely, largely legitimate in what he was trying to do with his MAGA program, his Make America Great program, this populist theme. And ultimately, where we are headed today is it is a battle between populism and globalism. And that hasn't changed. And it's not going to change. And the issue now is that the globalists appear at this stage to have gained control of the United States through an insurrection, their own insurrection, and they have installed their person. And we keep hearing a lot about China, 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 China. And I'm not going to discount at this stage the China, 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 China. But nobody's talking about the Jews in the background. Who was behind the rise of China? Jewish capital. Who was behind allowing China into America? Jewish capital. So the real enemy of America remains this Jewish infrastructure in America. That's the real enemy here. And nobody is talking about it. I don't care what you listen to, whether it's Bannon or the health ranger. Hell, the health ranger... I like what some of his stuff he does, but then he's so stupid. It's like, oh, this is the Nazis. Listen, you idiot. The Germans were fighting the same damn enemy we're fighting today. Get yourself educated, you moron. And I don't dislike the guy, but get yourself educated. It's always the Nazis, the Nazis, the Nazis. Oh, my God, Hitler, Hitler. Oh, God. Get yourself educated. The same enemy we fight today is the same enemy the German people. It wasn't just Hitler. It was the people. The same populist, fascist, meaning a nationalist populist idea that they had in the 30s is the same thing we had growing here. And that nationalist populist idea which grew to be 80 plus million in the in this year's election, that's the one thing that scares the hell out of the Jewish people. They are deathly afraid of a positive nationalist element rising to power because they are anti-nation state. They are an enemy of every nation that wants to stand on their own, secure their borders, and provide for their people. And there's no need for it. There's theoretically only oh my Jesus, we're so poor we're so we're so persecuted, we're only two percent. Okay, then you should be able to live in peace fine without screwing every country that you come into. This isn't a no brainer. It's like there's plenty of wealth for you to share, but you want it all. You don't want anybody to criticize you. You want to steal everything. You want to control the media. You want to lie to us. You want to gaslight us twenty four seven. Did you see like the full page picture in the New York Times? Democracy prevails. What an obnoxious lying piece of crap Jewish publication that is. Democracy prevails. No, mockery prevailed. Not the mockery mockery prevailed and it's this level of in your face disgust that Jews throw at us that makes you just want to strangle these people and you know it's kind of like this they attack you and they attack you and, they attack you and then they attack you and then they attack you and then they attack you some more and when you start to get angry they attack you more and then they attack you more and then they keep on attacking until finally you break and then they say you're a racist and you're a, you're an insurrectionist. Yet they pro- provoked you the entire freaking time. And it's just galling how it works. So what has to happen in a very real way moving forward Number one, the situation today, the situation today in America is there's only one solution today, and that's a military solution. And we've been saying that all along. And there's some ancillary uh, evidence that this may actually be in play. It may. I'm not saying it is. For instance, Biden shows up to the inauguration. He had to charter his own jet. The military didn't provide him a jet. They say, oh, Biden didn't ask. So we didn't send him one. So he brought in his own chartered aircraft. Two, he shows up yesterday trying to get some, some of his team tried to get some operational details from the Pentagon. The Pentagon told him basically, go stuff it. We're not talking to you. Well, okay, if he's the commander in chief, shouldn't the Pentagon talk to him? But then there's the other side. The Pentagon, where was the Pentagon during the Obama years? Everyone was talking about, well, the Pentagon's got this. Trust your military. Trust Trump. Okay, look, four years ago, you guys, you had a frickin', excuse the language, but a faggot. Okay? And a transgender in the White House. And everybody's pretending this is all normal. And the guy's running around destroying the country. Where was the military then? All right, okay, maybe well, we didn't... Okay, well, where, where, where were they? So what makes you so confident that a military that allowed Obama to just go in and destroy pretty much everything, who lied about his entire existence, is most likely born in Kenya... By the way, we just moved a bunch of troops out of Ethiopia to Kenya. So you can't trust the military entirely here. You can trust the rank and file. They're us. They're our they're our friends, they're there are our sons, they're our brothers, there are uncles, there are cousins. You can trust our military. You can trust for the most part our our rank and file. But how, how can you necessarily trust the top when all you hear about is anti-white this, anti-white that, we're gonna stomp out all of this, all of this uh, hate and we're gonna stomp out this extremism and how can you trust that? You can't. You have to deal with it with a bit of skepticism and pragmatism. The only solution right now is a military solution. We are witnessing a really unique time in history where the most powerful nation on planet Earth has been literally taken over in a color revolution. There's no secret why everybody was wearing purple yesterday because this was the purple revolution which is the highest level of a revolution you can have, the color purple. That's what happened here and it's in plain as day. You've got an inauguration. Nobody shows up. Nobody really cares. Maybe it's not even real. Maybe it's fake. Maybe nothing is as it appears on television today. Maybe there are things going on behind the scenes. For instance, I don't know if this is real or not, but apparently, again, I can't confirm it because the video won't play for me now, but there is a video that supposedly went out on YouTube from the official White House channel and somebody overdubbed Hunter Biden saying that he's basically pled guilty to something. Now, I can't confirm that. Maybe you guys can. But I see it. I've listened to it. I've heard it. But I can't get it directly from the White House site. I can't because the video won't play. I'm looking at a president here who goes on live... Maybe he's got 100,000 people watching, 150,000 people watching. 10% of that's getting downvoted. Less than 3 to 4% is being upvoted. The guy has absolutely no credibility among the American people. His vice president is even worse. What we are staring at is somebody who is guilty of treason. Of literally working with foreign enemies of the United States to take over the United States and be installed. Look, Biden, he's not even here, man. The real Biden, he's not here. Then you got all these pictures coming out. Biden number one, Biden number two, Biden number three, Biden number four. It's like, who's the real Biden? Will the real Biden step forward, please? Then you got all this releases, these various releases coming from the CIA, purportedly where they have all these technologies, including cloning technologies, and they've had it for a long time. Possible. Nothing, nothing is impossible at this stage. We're, we're, we're pretty advanced. And I heard that we're even more advanced than you could even imagine at the highest levels of our dark arts of military art. But who knows? But the thing is, is that everywhere we look, the main benefactor of everything are not white working class americans or their supporters or voices it's only jews this is th- th- this whole thing is around jews for instance trump he goes out and he pardons a lot of people one of these guys is aviam sela 75-year-old Israeli citizen. And what was he indicted for and in jail for? Because he's the guy that helped Jonathan Pollard. He's the guy that recruited Pollard. So this whole pardon was supported by Benjamin Netanyahu of Israel and the Israeli ambassador to the United States, Ron Dermer, as well as the U.S. ambassador to Israel, David Friedman and Miriam Adelson. In other words, we have Jews who purport to be American, but they're not. They're enemies equally. Lobbying to have a spy who worked with another American to be pardoned by President Trump. We have this guy, Elliot Brody. He's a Republican fundraiser. He was acting, they say, as an unregistered foreign agent. Well, hell, that doesn't surprise me. Uh, he was working on behalf of China and Malaysia at the time. Then you've got Shalom, Shalom, actually, not Shalom, Shalom Weiss convicted of bilking $125 million from the National Heritage Life Insurance Company. And of course, uh, the target was elderly people. So basically, he stole all this money from elderly people. He fled the U.S., and he was sentenced in absentia to 845 years in prison. He was eventually extradited from Austria. And according to what we see here, he's now a free man. Oh, isn't that great? Abel Holtz, convicted in 1995 of impeding a grand jury investigation, was sentenced to 45 years in prison. He, this was, yes, he, he had a prior conviction also, stealing. From, he was a chairman of a local bank, basically robbed the thing blind apparently. He, he, of course he donated to charitable causes, I can guarantee those were all Jewish causes, not the charitable causes. And as he goes on, Eliyahu Weinstein, Noah Kleinman, Stephen Odzer, Drew Brownston, Elal Nahmed, all of these people, and what does this tell you? Because generally a president doesn't get personally involved in this stuff. He's got his team. They work on it. They give him a list. He sits at the table and says, all right, who am I signing off on? And all right, fine. Sign, 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 sign here. Sign here, sir. Sign here. Okay. I think we're back now. Yeah. I think we should be back. Let me check the signal on the psych on the circuit here. Yeah, we're still connected. So yeah, I we had a hardware failure, not a failure just a loss in signal there sorry to sorry about that. That's a technical issue that sometimes rarely 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 happens. I'm not sure why it happened to be honest with you. But uh, might be the air here. I'm not sure what happened. Anyways, where were we? We were talking about just this Jewish angle, you know. The point I wanted to make about all of this is that it shows you by who gets pardoned. By a president who is really at the seat of power, not one white person really of any import was pardoned here. Sorry about that. Few snafus here. Anyways, as we were saying, <laughs> try it one more time. I think we're set up now. I think we're set up. See, I'm sweating here, guys, because I'm like nervous now. Because uh, I'm just nervous. I don't know why I'm nervous. Been doing this for 10 years. I've had lots of headaches over my 10 years. Anyways, the point I wanted to make is this. When you look at power and you look at how power gets distributed, you can see who has power by who benefits from the trappings of power. And one of the trappings of power is a pardon. A presidential pardon is a pretty darn good thing. Now, Steve Bannon, he got pardoned. Now, he's one guy that is a nationalist populist. I won't argue that point. But he's very in deep with the Jewish community. He's very well placed with the Jewish community. He's got his gurus, his rabbis coming on board, things like that. Where he stands, if you were to actually be in his presence and have an anti-Jewish stance, who knows? I don't know. Nobody's ever tested him on these things. It's not like the guy takes calls. Okay, but he's one nationalist pos uh populist who was, who was the pardon, but Snowden no is saying no, whether or not they deserve it, maybe they don't. I've heard some very very nasty things about some of what they did, including exposing some things that were not in a realm that he should have been exposing, so perhaps there's reasons why he's not being that that would be Snowden, in other words, he's not entirely white hat. People try to sell him as white hat, but he's not entirely white hat. These are some of the rumors I've been hearing from my kind of inner circle side. So it may not even be true, of course, but but uh, it might be true, that type of thing. The point here is if you don't have people at the seat of power, guys, you're not going to get the trappings. And what this tells us is that Trump never had within his inner circle of advisors, pro-white, pro-Christian, pro-American nationalists in his circle. Why shouldn't we be, for instance, uh, pardoning people related to Charlottesville, for instance? Everybody knows these were trumped-up charges, BS charges brought to you by the FBI, brought to you by the ADL. Everybody knows that. So why wasn't Trump doing something about those people? Instead, all we hear about is more and more anger and, and venom being cast towards Christians and white nationalists and basically traditional Americans, anybody that's a conservative. They want to railroad you out of your jobs, they want to kick you off airplanes, they want to do anything they want just to destroy you. And my lesson, not my lesson, my Admonition here, if it's an admonition or maybe it's my encouragement, is ultimately everybody, we as a populist movement now, and we are part of that movement, whether we admit it or not, we are part of it because a lot of our message was integrated and made amplified and and amplified, I should say, in what became MAGA. And part of that message is that, We are the majority. We have the numbers. The point now is we don't have the localized support structure within our numbers to support each other. There is no reason why anybody should tolerate all of these leftist nutcases. But we don't have the numbers to organize to to push back against these people. There's no reason why we cannot apply law and order to these people. We've seen it work. Antifa tries to go into traditional American towns, and guess what happens? The Americans, the the nationalists, they unite. They bring out their weapons say, you know what, take your crap somewhere else. This is not invited. You're not welcome here. Go to some other city and try to do what you want in another city, but you're not welcome here. And then they leave. When it comes to people losing their job, there was somebody, I don't know which or where it was, I'm not sure it was Google. Might have been Google, but it was, it was some, it was some company. I think in California. And we had somebody fire a Jew because the Jew was calling everybody at the White House that was supposedly taking part of this insurrection on January 6th. They were talking about how, oh, these are all Nazis, the typical Jewish BS, the typical disgusting, loathsome crap that comes from Jews. And so somebody who was white fired him, which is what we should be doing. Now, that guy ended up getting terminated also, because how dare you go out and you attack a Jew? But that's what has to happen, and people need to rally around the guy that took a bullet for the rest of us and put the Jew back down in his place. And then there has to be more and more pushback. See, everyone is saying, we don't want to act like the left. We don't want to act like the left. No, 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 no. But how are you going to win this war if there's no law and order? That's the real question here. How are you going to win the war When there is zero law and order going on around you. And that's the issue I've taken with the people like Abandon and and others. They're saying, okay, MAGA, we gotta stay clean, we gotta follow the law, but there is no law. At what point are people allowed to fight back, you guys? Really, at what point? Do you, who are getting the big numbers and the big audience, when do the, when do Americans get to fight back? That's the real question people should be asking. Because at some point, you're going to have to fight back because if it continues down this path, and the military does nothing, because the military is still in a position to do something, but they do nothing, nobody realms, reigns in this global homo-terrorist operation, Nobody goes after the FBI. Nobody goes after the ADL. It's going to be expanding tyranny. We can barely speak now it's so suffocating. For instance, just today, yesterday actually, two days ago. Uh, yeah, two days ago. Just before Biden sworn in. You have the American Jewish Council and the FBI meeting to discuss efforts to combat anti-Semitism in the U.S., what the FBI is essentially an enforcement arm of the Jewish community and we've known that for quite some time the ADL and the FBI it appears just simply share intelligence oh this guy's an extremist and the FBI being a criminal organization then goes after whatever the Jewish people tell them to do so you have senior American Jewish committee idiots Okay, idiots, criminal, extremists, because that's what these Jews are. They are extremists. Just call it for what it is. They are racist, supremacist, extremists, a.k.a. experts in Jewish parlance. They're quote-unquote briefing FBI executives. Oh, I'm the almighty Jew. You're the stupid FBI agent. Most of you are, unfortunately. Listen to Herr Jew here. Because he's going to tell you what makes up and is not extremism, which is nothing but an anti-white hatred of Christian America. Plain and simple. Simple. If anybody had any guts or balls, they would have arrested the AJC right there for incitement to violence because they're asking the FBI to become violent against the American people themselves. Wouldn't that be fun? You know what? (laughs) You're you're trying to incite us to violence. We're going to arrest you right now on your own conditions of what is extremism. They go on to say here in quotes... Anti-Semitism fundamentally is not a Jewish problem, it's a societal one. It is a reflection on the declining health of our society. Yes, it is. Because you Jews have destroyed our country, destroyed the morals and values of the country, and it's very clear that you are the problem. It is purely a Jewish problem. Because there is no anti-Semitism if Jews behave in a way that normal, rational, sane, adult human beings would react or behave. Goes on to say, education is essential to clarify what constitutes anti-Semitism, the various sources of this hatred, and what effective tools are available for law enforcement to fight anti-Semitism. In other words, they want to turn the FBI into a militant arm to protect Jews and their virulent hatred of Americans themselves. Because that's what drives this. All this anti-white stuff you see out there, it's coming directly from the Jewish community. And nobody's talking about this. Ultimately, that's the problem. The only reason we have the situation we have today is because of Jewish hatred Of America. It's very simple. They hate America. They have power. They have the media. They have money. They have organization. They control pretty much the entire government. They want to claim that's anti-Semitism. They literally want to claim that's anti-Semitism. In the meantime, they just installed a, a new regime they installed the regime, folks, because they don't install it without all of this Jewish organization going on. So we look at President-elect Biden. Who's he got? Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, Jew. David Cohen for CIA Deputy Director, Jew. Merrick Garland, Attorney General, Jew. Averill Haynes, Director of National Intelligence, Jew. Ronald Klein, Chief of Staff, Jew, Eric Lander, Office of Science and Technology Policy Director. Jew, Rachel Levine, transgender. Wow, I got to be careful there. Because I think I got a leak there. Okay, Rachel Levine, Deputy Health Secretary, transgender freak. What do they call these guys now? There's a great term for it. Gender mutant. Okay, a gender mutant is the health secretary. How in the hell does that happen? Putting a gender mutant as your health secretary. Jew on top of it. Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security, Jew. Wow. Anne Newberger, National Security Agency Cybersecurity Director, Jew. Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State, Jew. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary, Jew. So okay, what are the probabilities of all the top 10 staff picks here are going to be Jewish? It's something like something like I don't know 0.0022 to times 10 to the negative 17. It's like it, the the probability is so far off in space it's impossible. Again, you reward those who help you. And so who is Biden rewarding? He's rewarding the Jewish community. So who then was behind the regime change? The Jewish community at large. 70% of the Jewish community voted for Biden. The 30%, they voted for Trump, but of the 30% that voted for Trump, maybe 3% of those will actually support our right to free speech. They'll protect their rights to free speech. But if we want to criticize the Jews, the 70%, and all of these criminal syndicate appointments, nah, they ain't going to protect our rights. Who are you kidding, man? Because if it's not good for Jews, they're not going to allow the thing, right? There's no way. So it's obvious to me, and I'm sure to many of you, That with all of these Jews in power here, this is a Jewish regime. Every bit as the Bolshevik regime was Jewish. And as we know, when you have a tinctured regime like this, I mean highly tinctured regime like this, filled with nothing but Jews, you will have tyranny. That's what that's what Jews have taught us over time. Wherever Jews come to power and they have absolute power over everybody, they want to instill and work to instill absolute tyranny with the with the intent to kill as many people as possible. Now I'll hear some of the guys out there talking about how, oh, they're coming after Christians, they're trying to kill everybody. Yeah, you're right, dude. But you're not saying who's behind it. You're just saying Biden, Biden, Biden. But Biden doesn't operate in a vacuum. Biden ain't even here. So therefore your deep state, which has as its front men nothing but Jews, because the deep state is largely Jewish. These guys don't want competition because their entire world is a fraud. Their entire world is this blown up lie that a little tiny, little tiny pressure is gonna just pop the bubble and their whole world's gonna collapse in on itself. That's why they wanna silence us all the time because they can't compete with our rhetoric. They wanna sit there and talk numbers, numbers, numbers and okay, how did you get six million, you morons? Half of the stuff you're talking about is just BS. For instance, You know, they like to talk about, oh, the Nazis, the Nazis. Okay, talk about Dachau, Dachau, D-A-U-C-H-A-U, something like that, or D-A-C-H-A-U, the German camp called Dachau or Dachau. Oh, all the Jews, (laughs) the Jews were so impoverished. (laughs) Dudes, shut the hell up, man. Dachau was a camp specifically for communists because the communists were a danger to Germany the communists had been running around like Antifa burning things up but back then it was a lot worse they were using machine guns and taking over whole governments and telling people you can't speak German anymore and creating tons of crimes in the cities so Dachau was a communist camp and it was all filled with Jews okay what's that tell you? the problem was Jews they were all communists Maybe we need that today, but do you really think our government, our military has the guts to do what's necessary? They're not going to go that deep. I doubt it anyways. I don't think so. I don't think they have the ability. See, here's what I think. The Samson auction, the Samson option, if you know what that is, if you don't, the Samson option is basically saying if Jews are ever threatened, they're going to basically blow up the West with a bunch of nuclear bombs. I think that's actually in play today. I honestly think that's in play today. We've had too many reports of of sniffer helicopters up there. Basically, would they'd only be up there looking for radioactive activity. So I believe for sure that there are a lot of sniffer bombs up there, and perhaps that's why at the last second we had Trump bailed. I'm not. I'm not. I don't think he's part of this deep state plot. I'm not buying that for a second. With all due respect, I know some people believe that, but I'm not buying it. I know he's pro-Jewish. I get that, but I'm not saying he's part of this deep state plot. But I, I, I do believe. You probably heard that phrase if you're listening to some people out there. That this is a chance where maybe the Samson option was was and is being deployed. In other words, Jews are threatening our cities with detonation of nuclear weapons. And that may be why Washington is under such occupation right now with so much really strong capabilities, including chemical, biological, and decontamination units deployed. Why would they need to have that? It's not to stop a Trump guy. Oh, some MAGA guy. Because most MAGA people are just genuinely nice people. They're not going to go out there. None of us would either. We're not going to go do something stupid like that. First of all, it's our Capitol building. What do we need to burn it down for? It's ours. That's ours. It doesn't belong to the deep state. It doesn't belong to Biden. That's ours. So why would we burn it down? What, you think we're a bunch of baboons from Congo? Okay, I don't think so. Oh, you guys saw the picture, by the way, man. Freaking weird. On a bus, okay, a a a passenger bus. You got some black guy hanging on the bars, you know, the bars, the kind of where you can kind of support yourself, like a freaking monkey. Like, what the hell, dude? What the hell? What? I mean, really, what the hell are you doing? You freaking morons. And then they want to say you're a racist for looking at the guy like he's a stupid monkey on a bar. And we're all supposed to cower in fear for talking about what's plainly in front of our faces. That's another thing. I just thought of this one. People need to stop being afraid to speak openly about what's in front of their faces and call it for what it is. Seriously. Call it for what it is. Another thing. This whole Biden thing, it's, it's a fraud. Okay? Now for months and years, liberal, democratic, largely Jewish run states have turned their noses against anything from the federal law that they disagree with. You want to have a strong, Border security. You want to have a strong immigration department. You want to get rid of and deport those who are here in any country illegally. The Democrats basically said, you know what? Eh, We don't like those laws. We're going to ignore those. Sorry about that. We're going to keep, we're going to keep our illegals. We're not going to listen to federal law. Have we reached a state now where if Washington says anything, we're just going to basically tell them, you know what? Yeah, we don't want to listen to your laws. Just, just go. We're not here to put... Pl- you guys are illegitimate. We don't have any... We just don't want any part of what you guys are talking about. You know, we're getting to that stage to where even though there's not a de facto breakup, there's a practical breakup because various states are just not... They just don't care about federal law anymore. And maybe, maybe that's where this is going to be headed equally. Who knows? What is going to happen inside of the United States, quite frankly. You no, know, another thing, getting off the U.S. election for a minute, something that's closer to my personal concern. I just got emails from people saying, you know, we want to do this, we want to travel, we need to do that, and there's all these restrictions. I see IATA, the International Air Transport Association. I see Spain, Greece, and other countries. They say, we need to regenerate. We need to generate travel. We need to make it so people aren't afraid to travel anymore so they're going to mandate vaccines before you can travel. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Again, you aren't even serious people. You're stupid because you know what? The second you mandate all this, we shut down travel for good. Why? You'd have to be insane, quite frankly. You would have to be insane to sit there and have some stupid official in a travel department of some government saying, "Oh, you can't travel unless you're vaccinated." First of all, these aren't even vaccines; they're genetic code injections. Okay, coming from the West, all this mRNA stuff—it's a genetic code in, in, uh, injection. That's not a vaccine. It doesn't even protect you. It does nothing to stop the spread of this thing. All it does is lessens the symptoms. So why in the hell would you mandate something like that just to get people to travel to your country? Why don't you just come out and say, you know what? All of our travel people around the world, like seashells, the, the island, uh, it's a paradise, quite frankly. But uh, they're saying, basically, if you're healthy, you're not welcome. And then they're like complaining, we need to get the travel up because we're hurt. We've lost 980 billion. Yeah, you've lost 980 billion because you're stupid. You shut down everything. You you allowed the health departments out there to give you a bunch of fraudulent tests. Then you listen to these idiots. Then you shut everything down. You allow everybody, and then you want everybody to get basically poisoned, tainted, before you can come visit your country. Healthy people not allowed. Only those tainted with a vaccine will be permitted to come. Oh, yeah, that's really intelligent. Go ahead. Mandate everybody die before they come to your country. That's that's going to bring up tourism. Oh, boy. Hey, honey, you want to take a risk of killing ourselves with a vaccine before we go on vacation? No, honey, I think we'll stay home this year. Yeah, I would be the same way. See, governments are stupid. I mean, absolutely, insanely stupid. They just don't want to pay attention. They're literally telling people straight up, if you're healthy, don't come. Like, duh. Yeah. Again, we are dealing with a world where there's just nobody serious out there. Nobody practical. You know, for instance, right now I, I got complaints about Saudi, just to tell you straight up. Dennis, we, 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 we can't come. We need a week to this and then we need five days but we're in quarantine for a week we can't afford a week and and that's true listen telling people you got to be quarantined for a week and you're perfectly healthy is basically telling you go to jail for one week just to visit your country okay i wouldn't come either i don't blame people for not wanting to do anything and some of this stuff actually helps these countries so basically everything's on hold because nobody wants to be put in jail for seven days. It's not jail, it's quarantine. No, it's jail, okay? It's just basically they have to pay for their own jail. Why don't you just bring them in, throw them in your jails, and you pay for it? It's the same thing. There's no difference. They're not free. And if they leave, they run a bunch of risks because you guys might hammer them. Okay, so why come? It's not worth it. It's just dumb. Based on what? A fraudulent test that everybody knows is fraudulent? And you're going to still hold people up forever? Okay. You're not serious then. You're just a joke. It's just a joke. It's it's everywhere. Greece, seashells, uh Spain Spain is like, "Oh, we want we want to get the vaccine certificates as fast as possible so we can get some confidence in the travel and, and kickstart the travel. No, you idiots! You know what? We'll kickstart the travel. Just let people travel. Don't sit there and say, "Go take a risk of killing yourself before you come to Spain." Okay? That that that's not a smart way to get travel to your country. And they're all acting like we're all dying to get vaccinated. Yeah, you're dying. You, if you get vaccinated, you run the risk of dying. Cause a lot of people, it's like two and a half. Do you realize in California, they've actually stopped the Moderna, uh, jabs, poison, mass killings, because they're having too many reactions to it. So, okay, Mr. Grease, travel, travel minister, Do you know that they've just killed off the whole Moderna thing in California because they got problems, but you want me to have it so I can visit your country? Are you an idiot or what? You're not even serious, dude. You guys are just a bunch of morons, children. You're sitting there afraid of your own ghosts, your own shadows. Guys, disease have been with us for tens of millions of years or however long we've been on this planet. And we got a bunch of non-serious people out there that think we're all supposed to be afraid. You have a higher risk of having lasting damage from a vaccine or a genetic code injection, which is what mRNA is. It's not a vaccine. It's a genetic code inje- injection. It's a huge difference. It's not a vaccine. It is a genetic code injection, which does nothing to protect you from the disease itself if it's a disease that you believe in. And imagine your risks are higher of being damaged by the vaccine than dying from the disease itself. So what type of idiot wants to take a higher risk on this side just to travel to your country? I mean, they're not serious people. They don't even have a brain. You need a negative PCR test. The PCR ain't going to do crap for you. It's not going to tell you anything. Everybody knows it now. It's all discredited. It's all fraud. And everybody knows it. It's 100% fraud. And everybody literally knows it. Yet they persist. It's absolutely amazing. They absolutely persist. Oh, anyways, telephone lines, guys. Like to call in one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's one three two three uh two seven five one three one four. Uh let's see. What else is really news? I kinda covered Biden. <laughs> what a joke. You know, I'm beginning to think Honestly, going back to Biden for a second, I'm really beginning to think, honestly, that this is just one big hoax. Seriously. It's like, it's so non-serious. You're you supposedly got this guy, supposedly he's been sworn in, supposedly. Then they show the guy making a motorcade run and all the troops are basically hiding their backs, turning their backs on the guy. Not all of them, but quite a few of them. So really... When you think about it, who really has power right now? The people with power is the Pentagon. The Pentagon has power. They got all the guns, they got the people. If they tell Biden to go stuff it, what's Biden going to do? Complain? Go ahead, dude. Because they have the power. What's the police what are the police going to do? Complain? Yeah, go ahead and complain, try to shoot it up. I don't think they're going to do that. So what we have here is a giant prison camp right now called Washington, D.C. Virtually the entire city is under some type of wire, barbed wire and fences. So I think there's something like 60-some-odd checkpoints in that city, some bizarre figure like that. So they have made really Washington, D.C. into a type of prison because they're not tearing it down. It's not like tomorrow... There's going to be a bunch of patriots coming. No, nobody wants anything to do with Biden. We're going to fight. If this continues, and there's no way to reverse this, and there are ways, because we do know that... Uh, oh, what's my time? Okay. We do know that essentially what will happen is that all of those ballots that were pur- purportedly cast, they now have to be kept for 22 months. So there's all kinds of ways for all of us to get involved somehow and get audits in every single freaking state. They got to keep them for 22 months. You want to really drive criminals crazy? Since they got nothing, we have not much else to do. Work with local people and extended networks and get out there and try to get the ballots because they can be reviewed now. It's passed. It's done. All those ballots can actually be tested and re- or, or can be reviewed because they're evidence. You want to drive the deep state, the Democrats, the Jews really wild right now? Go after the ballots. Go after them and count them one by one by one by one. Make sure you audit all the machines one by one by one. they got to keep the records for 22 months. So essentially what the Democrats, the deep state, the Jews have to do is they're going to have to hide the evidence now for 22 months. You wonder why they're trying to censor you so much? They don't want you out there talking about this type of stuff. They don't want you sharing information what you're going to have to do. No way, no how. But you got 22 months. That's one way this can be done. Another way this can be done is, there's many ways, but let's say you take a a democratic city that you know had a lot of fraud and you just lay siege to them. Tell them very simply, you give up all the operatives that were engaged in stealing our country from us, otherwise we don't deliver food to you. Come and get it. We ain't going to deliver it. That would take some coordination, but it could be done. Think about it. There's so many ways to fight back. But what you do know is failure to fight back in some meaningful way will just simply mean they'll just continue to take more and more rights away, more and more of your freedoms away, because that's what they do. They only have one plan, and that's your ultimate demise. Remember, Jews hate you. They hate America. They hate us for our freedoms. The primary enemy within America isn't China. China's nothing without Jewish power. That Jewish-owned media says exactly what it means. It's Jewish-owned. And when you listen to more and more and more of this anti-white venom being thrown out there, it's not originating from, let's say, the black community. It's originating from the Jewish community. And we've always known that because we've been dealing with this issue for literally years and years and years long before it became fashionable to basically be anti-white. All right, guys, going into a break. It's the Fatch Inside the Eye live and prime time back after this.
1: Cosmic Oracle. If you have questions about your past lives or future plans, need answers from the cosmos about your love life or career, or just want to keep your finger on the pulse of the planet, check out my show, The Cosmic Oracle, here on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com.
4: your data safe Do you have, you have the, the necessary, necessary information, information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation Is survival and gardening off-grid living medical knowledge or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is well check out our preloaded EMP proof thumb drive All right. right. Thanks for listening. While we take that short break here at Revolution Radio, FreedomSlips.com, and yeah, we're gonna get back to your host.
0: Welcome back, it's the Fetch Inside the Eye, live intelligent media for the politically or actually it's Inside the Eye primetime, isn't it? Uh, it's uh January, January uh, 21st, it's one day after the purported, again purported uh, Joe Biden inauguration, we'll assume it's possibly true, there's people out there saying it's not really true, it's all fake news, and who knows, who knows, I don't know. All I know is what I'm reading like you on the newspapers and on the digital. I'm not on newspapers. newspaper, let's be honest. None of us do that. Uh Let's see. You know, I don't know why they keep talking about a third party. I agree with actually Bongino here. There's no reason to, to, to start a third party. Just take over the GOP, guys. With 74 million people, you can just nuke everybody you wanted if you really wanted to. Just nuke them. Uh, Let's see, police are investigating a hidden camera that had dozens of videos <laughs> containing underage girls after being hidden in a the bathroom. There you go. That's transgenderism for you. All right. It's been one day since Biden's been in office already. He has canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. It says he says it is not consistent with my administration's economic and climate imperatives. That's gonna put out, I think, 1100. I think the president of the Keystone Project said he's gonna put 1100 people initially out of work. Uh, I think he's also stopping the border wall construction. That's gonna put a lot of people out of work. He is putting people, me, putting the Americans back into the Paris Climate Accords, which is going to destroy a ton of businesses in America. So this guy is just Going all out on his first day, what they are doing, these globalists are trying to really put a, put a dagger into the United States. Uh, Biden has returned now the United States to the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization is of course, uh, terrorist operation, a medical mafia terrorist operation operation that was behind the COVID and part of the cover and planning probably of COVID-19. Biden looks to put us back into the joint joint uh, council something JCPOA. I forget what that stands for, but that's essentially the Iran nuclear deal. So he's looking to put us back into that deal. And uh, that's just day one. <laughs> it's like I he can't wait to make himself an idiot. But whether or not he's actually in power with whether any of this will actually come true, we will have to see. Um, more Q stuff on my feed. Lots of Q stuff. People are saying, "Just be patient. Be patient." I'm patient. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, there's nothing I can do, quite frankly. So there's no reason not to be patient. What we do know is uh, the media. Nobody talks about the Jewish angle. They talk about 95%, 94%, 95% is owned by six... Or actually, I heard it's down to five companies now. But nobody talks about the Jewish ownership. And I don't know why that is. Why can't they just call it openly? Look, 95% of our media is owned by Jewish people, and they control the narrative in America. This is a Jewish-crafted reality. It's all fake news, which means that the entire Jewish structure... Is fake. And trust in that media. Has now fallen to an all time low. In the United States. Following this election. It is now more than half the people. In the United States. No longer trust. The media. That is a huge plus. Because we know. And have known. For years and years and years and years. That Jews are liars. Straight up. They lie. They don't tell the truth. Look at, you know, they they have an agenda against white America. Don't ask me why, but they hate white Americans. It has fallen like off the cliff in the past month and a half, dropping no, let me see here, dropping uh, close to 10 points. It's now down to 46%. Again, 46%. Now, the trust sank to new lows after the 2020 presidential election. Fox News took the greatest hit. Its viewership is reportedly down an approximate 20% from its pre-November days. I know Fox News has just fired about 20 people, including their news director. But you know what? It's okay. They'll all land somewhere else because they helped destroy America. And that's the unfortunate thing is that in the left – They support those who destroy America. They will hire them and find something else to do. But here's some of the numbers. 56 of Americans agree with the statement that journalists and reporters are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. 56% of the people believe that. 58% 58% of the people in America think that most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the general public. So that is actually obviously quite true. Uh, it should be higher than that. It should be about 80%, quite frankly, because the media is nothing but an absolute lying piece of garbage. It is the real to me, it emulates the beauty of Jews, you know, gaslighting, lying, pieces of trash, basically. To me, I just don't see a separation in the cultures. Now, that's just my view. Maybe you see a different view, and that's possible. But to me, I don't see the difference. I see Israel. I see how they behave I see how they talk about white christian americans. I see what they've done to america. I see that they are behind immigration, mass immigration. They're behind so many different frauds in the financial industries. <sighs> the media fits them. I mean it's like, you know, I I you know and what's funny here is another interesting observation. Those of us in the west the white people, you know, as racist, anti, anti-human guys and gals out there. How many of you honestly want to see something done fairly? Raise your hand. See, that's most of us. We want things to be done fair. We want to live by rules that are fair. We, we just want fairness. That's it. We want to treat generally, we want, not everybody, of course, but we want to treat people fair. And when it comes to the larger laws that rule and govern over all of us, we want fairness. That's it. Just be fair. Don't cause any harm. Don't do anything that hurts other people, that type of thing. Just just be fair. It's not so hard. And the fact that the election is stolen right before, and they didn't even hide it. It's like, yeah, we stole it from you. What are you going to do about it? I can imagine that for most of MAGA, obviously it's unacceptable, but I would guarantee, I would think that for 30 to 50% of the leftist side, the Democrats are a bit older, who kind of have half a sense left, they probably think it's unfair also. The idiots like Antifa and the, you know, the BLM fools, okay, they're not going to get it, but they're only about 10 to 12 to 15% anyways. So they don't care. And I can just see it now. Jews are sitting there cheering, yeah, 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 we won, yeah, we won. You didn't win, you cheated. And that's the funny thing. Jews, they look at winning by any means necessary as being an honorable and ethical thing. And that's something that we don't have in our DNA. Can you imagine trying to steal the election like they just did? Can you imagine being in a newspaper organization and lying and gaslighting day in and day out and day in and day out like they're doing now? Can you imagine being that disgusting of a human being? And then when it all goes your way, you're like cheering like you actually did something honorable. Yay, we won. Oh, boy. No, it's It's pathetic. Again, this is not even, these aren't even serious human beings. They're not, this isn't how a human being, it's not how we behave. And that's how, and you could call it our big down for our, or our fault, but would you really want to abandon such principles? I wouldn't want to abandon them. I want to do what's right. I don't want to be having this, gnawing thing at my soul that I went out and cheated everybody to get my way. Yet Jews see this as honorable. To a man and a woman, you can go talk to them and say, you know what, this is wrong. And they say, you need to be censored. You're an anti-Semitic. Blah, blah, blah. Shut the hell up. Again, you guys aren't even serious human beings. They're not serious. Folks, we're dealing with Children. And we're allowing a bunch of idiotic children to dictate our future. Get it into your heads. None of these people are serious human beings. Just run them over. Just roll them, roll them over. Just, just, just smash them. They're not serious. Be strong. Say, you know what? You're not even serious, dude. You're an idiot. We need to get rid of you. Get out of my face and get rid of them. Because they're not serious by any stretch. For instance, Joe Biden on his first day in office, right? What's he do? He puts out an executive order. It, it's ridiculous. It goes way beyond anything that should have to do with general policy in America. But what, but, and you know what, you look at this frickin' moron, he's got his mask on all the time. What a frickin' clown! What an unserious moronic clown we're looking at. And he's the president of our country? This frickin' moron with his mask on everywhere he goes? Dude! What's the matter with you, you frickin' clown? Of course, we know he's dementia-ridden, he ain't even here half the time. Hell, he can't even understand what his handlers are saying in his earpiece. And again, that's how unserious this whole thing is. It's a joke. It's an absolute frickin' joke. And yet, the courts wouldn't do anything. The national, or the, or the state assemblies wouldn't do anything. The congress wouldn't do anything. We got this big frickin' childish joke going on from a practical or pragmatic point of view, and everybody's failing. The courts are failing, the election commissioners are failing, the state legislatures are say- failing, the national congress, the congress and the senator failing. Na- you know, li- literally the whole frickin' system failed us. And now we've got this stupid clown that wears a mask everywhere he goes. And then he's gonna say, Oh, we're gonna put out the one hundred day challenge to, to to stop the spread. Oh, you shut the hell up, man. You guys are idiots. You're not even serious human beings. I can't get I can't get over watching this moron in his stupid, stupid uh, mask all the time. What a what a clown. So he puts out an executive order, right? It says here, the order effectively implements the most controversial aspects of the Equality Act without legislation. So, number one, female employees are going to lose their rights. Basically, it's an attack on women. See, you women want to complain to us guys, the patriarchy, how bad we are. It's not us, it's the global homo agenda, man. Hey, we look at you guys and gals, we could be equal partners in this. That's why they call them par-ents, you know what I mean? A par, what's a par? It's equal. You ever see over here of a par three? Anybody golf out there, par four? If you hit the goal, if you're able to shoot the ball in four and it's a par four and you can sink the putt on your fourth try, it's equal, right? You're not one up, you're not one down, you're equal. That's what we call a parent. Think about it. It's not one over the other, but you listen to all these Jewish non-serious morons and all this various intellectualized stupidity on their campuses, and they're like, ooh, it's the patriarchy. No, if you ever seen how it works, the patriarchy exists for a reason. Because it works. They're saying here, domestic violence shelters are going to be forced to house men with women. Oh, that's going to work really well. You've had some woman with some guy who's been beating the hell on her for the past six months and now she's going to go to a shelter to try to escape that mess and she's going to be forced to be housed with other men so she can get beat up right again. Yeah, that is called the unseriousness of Jews and their global homo BS because that's what's driving this. Just Jews and global homo BS. Women in federal incarceration are going to be forced to be housed with violent male offenders. Tell me how that makes any sense. This is just a bunch of unserious, psychopathic idiots allowing their psychopathic tendencies to have free reign everywhere. These are not serious people. They're just agenda-driven morons that need to be driven from our society entirely. Quoting here, the Federal Bureau of Prisons will be directed under the new executive order to house men, including violent sex offenders and domestic abusers, in women's federal prisons if they claim to have a female gender identity. Again, they're not even serious human beings. These are mentally ill retards. Oh, actually they're not retarded. All they know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm female today. They're gonna put me with all the ladies. Yeah. They're not retarded. The people making the laws are retarded. It's, it's becoming insane, quite frankly. Let's go out to the phones to 513 Eric code. Hi. Welcome to Inside the I live.
3: Hey, Fetch.
0: Hello, man.
3: Yeah, this is, this is Fritz.
0: Oh, Fritz. Hi. How you doing, man? Didn't recognize the number. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing, I'm doing well. Um, uh, I just wanted to point out and remind everybody that the last time that they had this much power was after the Russian Revolution.
0: Yeah, pretty much.
3: Yeah, they have a whole Politburo of uh, we call it the Cabinet. Uh now. And um you know what Dr. Phil says? He says the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior.
0: Well, I don't listen to Dr. Phil, but uh, that sounds like something well, that's reasonably pragmatic.
3: I, yes. Um, I don't worship Dr. Phil, but sometimes I hear what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, I also um, I wanted to tell you that... Uh, The health, the health czar in St. Louis closed a bar today for one year. For what? For COVID violence.
0: Yeah. How we let these people get away with this, Fritz, I just don't understand it. They should be held personally liable for their losses. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. There was no court order. There was no warrant. There was no.
0: Then then, what gives them the right to do this? Again, I don't see how we're giving them the right to do it, Fritz. I just don't get it. Americans need to say enough is enough from you clowns. You're not even serious human beings anymore. Agreed. You know, and that's what it takes. Get four, five, six hundred people out to say, you know what, enough. We're not going to pay attention to this. And if you keep it up, then uh, we're going to put you out of business, you know. Something has These to get' These borrowers
3: have been trying to start a dialogue with with St. Louis for nine months, and and they don't return their calls. They won't respond to a request to have a dialogue with them. With them.
0: Yeah, they're they again they're cowards. You know, it, I I it, we're not in anarchy yet. You know what I mean? We're not in anarchy yet. But I tell you man, if it ever turns into a violent anarchic society, they're the first to go. Screw these people. They're not they're just not serious people. You know, they they do so many so much harm and violence to people. You know what I mean? This is harming people, not just the the owners, but so many other people. That's my view of this.
3: Absolutely. Okay, that's all I got. Okay, that's Fritz. Remember Yes. Remember, they haven't had this much power since they overthrew the czar.
0: And they and did. know what they did after, They you know, indeed they did, did how overthrow. Many people
3: they killed after that.
0: Yep, and they did indeed overthrow the czar and they have overthrown America. That is such a good point. All right, Fritz, thanks so much. That's, that's Fritz everybody out and I believe St. Louis. But yeah, Fritz is right. You know what? They overthrew the czar. We all know that. And they have overthrown the United States. This is an overthrow. There's re- a reason why they were all wearing purple the other day or yesterday. This was a purple revolution. Plain and simple. You know, going on to this uh, global homo agenda. This is how unserious these people really are as human beings. See, if I have a daughter, and I don't, but if I did. I would want her to have, if she wants to be an athlete, of course, I would want her to have the opportunity to really compete and be the best she can be and be rewarded for that if she can succeed. I I was blessed. I I was blessed with a good sport acumen, and I had the chance to succeed in many ways, and I did. And I would want the same for my daughter if I had. And I would want the same for a granddaughter equally. In fact, my nieces, nephews, everybody, I want them to have a chance. However, what Biden and the global homo agenda have just put into play is this. They have revoked what's called Title IX protections for women. And they have revoked, essentially, female sports because now... All female sports are going to have to allow men to compete with them. This is so patently global homo crap. You know, it's driven by an agenda of genetic mutants who can't compete with the boys, so they're going to go compete with the girls and they're not females. And it takes away the rights of women and young ladies and young girls to really compete. I don't have a problem with the girls playing with the guys through 10, 11, 12 years old. Women, the girls develop faster than the guys anyways. So even though they're not going to be as good as the guys, at least they can play on the same field. But once you get in sixteen, seventeen, and they're doing track and field or they're doing other types of sports like soccer or something else, having a man on the field is so patently cowardice. It smacks in the face of integrity and decency. But it clearly shows the unserious global homo-Jewish agenda that we are forced to deal with on a daily basis. Claiming here, international development experts and human rights bodies advocate for single-sex washing, changing, and toileting facilities for girls as a crucial factor in creating equal access to education for girls. Of course, that's important for all ages, but for girls, obviously, you don't want a bunch of guys sitting inside your, your locker room. Let's be honest. But you got all these gender mutant extremists and they basically want to trivialize just the healthy growth of children. See, the gender mutants out there, because that's what they are, they're just gender mutants. They seem to want to think that their rights trump everybody else's rights. And why should it? Listen, there's not that many of them. Give them their own locker room then. They don't need to be sitting there hanging out with the, the young ladies for what? They're going to say you can't have all these anti-bullying policies which threaten students with discipline or labels if they sexually harass these transgenders, these mutants, sexual mutants. But you know what? Those mutants don't give a damn about your rights. Again, they're not serious people. These are clowns. They're cowards. Give me my rights, but you don't have any. And Biden is literally promising now to throw girls and their sports back decades. Literally decades. All the progress that girls have made have been are going to be destroyed. You know, when I was growing up, teenager, and into my 20s, early 30s, we had girls on our cross-country team. Now, the girls didn't run with us, of course. They had their own races. You know, they were running. But we had some pretty good girls. They were tough. They were pretty tough. They were on a good team, good crowd. A lot of us guys supported them, wanted them to do well. But I can't imagine for a second any of us wanting to become a mutant and run against the girls just so we could win. How cowardly is that? Then growing, later we had all these, I was on many mixed softball teams. It was so good, the girls were so good, teams refused to sign up to play against us. Not because we guys were good, we were, but the girls were good. So okay, combine some good guys with some good girls and you get a lot accomplished, right? But I can't imagine for the life of me having some gender mutant on my team pretending he's a girl. How freaking stupid is that? It's just dumb. Again, you don't need gender mutants to be playing this game because they don't care about the other rights. As if somehow women's rights all of a sudden disappear because some gender mutant says that, well, I'm I'm a girl now. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But that's where we are today. It's the fetch, everybody, inside the iLive Primetime. Thanks for listening. Good night from Riyadh. See you guys Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern, right here, Revolution Radio at com. Thanks so much, everybody. I'm not sure where that's coming from, guys. Sorry about that. A few snafus here. Anyways, as we were saying, (laughs) try it one more time. I think we're set up now. I think we're set up. See, I'm sweating here, guys, because I'm like nervous now. Uh, Because I'm just I don't know why I'm nervous been doing this for 10 years. I've had lots of headaches over my 10 years. Anyways, the point I wanted to make is this. When you look at power and you look at how power gets distributed, you can see who has power by who benefits from the trappings of power. And one of the trappings of power is a pardon. A presidential pardon is a pretty darn good thing. Now, Steve Bannon, he got pardoned. Now, he's one guy that is a nationalist populist. I won't argue that point. But he's very in deep with the Jewish community. He's very well placed with the Jewish community. He's got his gurus, his rabbis coming on board, things like that. Where he stands, if you were to actually be in his presence and have an anti-Jewish stance, who knows? I don't know. Nobody's ever tested him on these things. It's not like the guy takes calls. Okay but he's one nationalist populist who was who was the pardon but Snowden no is saying no whether or not they deserve it maybe they don't. I've heard some very very nasty things about some of what they did including exposing some things that were not in a realm that he should have been exposing. So perhaps there's reasons why he's not being that that would be Snowden. In other as he's not entirely white hat. People try to sell him as white hat, but he's not entirely white hat. These are some of the rumors I've been hearing from my kind of inner circle side. So it may not even be true, of course, but but uh, it might be true, that type of thing. The point here is if you don't have people at the seat of power, guys, you're not going to get the trappings. And what this tells us is that Trump never had... Within his inner circle of advisors, pro-white, pro-Christian, pro-American nationalists in his circle. Why shouldn't we be, for instance, uh, pardoning people related to Charlottesville, for instance? Everybody knows these were trumped up charges. B.S. charges brought to you by the FBI, brought to you by the ADL. Everybody knows that. So why wasn't Trump doing something about those people? Instead, all we hear about is more and more anger and, and venom being cast towards Christians and white nationalists and basically traditional Americans, anybody that's a conservative. They want to railroad you out of your jobs. They want to kick you off airplanes. They want to do anything they want just to destroy you. And my lesson, not my lesson, my, Admonition here, if it's an admonition or maybe it's my encouragement, is ultimately everybody, we as a populist movement now, and we are part of that movement, whether we admit it or not, we are part of it because a lot of our message was integrated and made amplified and and amplified, I should say, in what became MAGA. And part of that message is that, We are the majority. We have the numbers. The point now is we don't have the localized support structure within our numbers to support each other. There is no reason why anybody should tolerate all of these leftist nutcases. But we don't have the numbers to organize to to push back against these people. There's no reason why we cannot apply law and order to these people. We've seen it work. Antifa tries to go into traditional American towns, and guess what happens? The Americans, the, the nationalists, they unite. They bring out their weapons, say, you know what? Take your crap somewhere else. This is not invited. You're not welcome here. Go to some other city and try to do what you want in another city, but you're not welcome here. And then they leave. When it comes to people losing their job, there was somebody, I don't know which or where it was, I'm not sure it was Google. Might have been Google, but it was, it was some, it was some company. I think in California. And we had somebody fire a Jew because the Jew was calling everybody at the White House that was supposedly taking part of this insurrection on January 6th. They were talking about how, oh, these are all Nazis, the typical Jewish BS, the typical disgusting, loathsome crap that comes from Jews. And so somebody who was white fired him, which is what we should be doing. Now that guy ended up getting terminated also, because how dare you go out and you attack a Jew? But that's what has to happen, and people need to rally around the guy that took a bullet for the rest of us and put the Jew back down in his place. And then there has to be more and more pushback. See, everyone is saying, we don't want to act like the left. We don't want to act like the left. No, 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 no. But how are you going to win this war if there's no law and order? That's the real question here. How are you going to win the war when there is zero law and order going on around you and that's the issue i've taken with the people like abannon and and others they're saying okay maga we got to stay clean we got to follow the law but there is no law at what point are people allowed to fight back you guys really at what point do you who are getting the big numbers and the big audience, when do the, when do Americans get the fight back? That's the real question people should be asking. Because at some point you're going to have to fight back because if it continues down this path and the military does nothing because the military is still in a position to do something, but they do nothing. Nobody realms, reigns in this global homo-terrorist operation. Nobody goes after the FBI. Nobody goes after the ADL. It's, it's gonna be expanding tyranny. We can barely speak now. It's so suffocating. For instance, just today, yesterday actually, two days ago, uh, yeah, two days ago, just before Biden sworn in, you have the American Jewish Council and the FBI meeting to discuss efforts to combat anti-Semitism in the U.S. What? The FBI is essentially an enforcement arm of the Jewish community, and we've known that for quite some time. The ADL and the FBI, it appears, just simply share intelligence. Oh, this guy's an extremist, and the FBI, being a criminal organization, then goes after whatever the Jewish people tell them to do. So you have senior American Jewish committee idiots, okay, idiots, criminal extremists, because that's what these Jews are. They are extremists. Just call it for what it is. They are racist, supremacist extremists, aka experts in Jewish parlance. They're quote-unquote briefing FBI executives oh I'm the almighty Jew you're the stupid FBI agent most of you are unfortunately listen to Herr Jew here because he's going to tell you what makes up and is not extremism which is nothing but an anti-white hatred of Christian America plain and simple If anybody had any guts or balls, they would have arrested the AJC right there for incitement to violence because they're asking the FBI to become violent against the American people themselves. Wouldn't that be fun? You know what? (laughs) You're you're trying to incite us to violence. We're going to arrest you right now on your own conditions of what is extremism. They go on to say here in quotes, Anti-Semitism fundamentally is not a Jewish problem. It's a societal one. It is a reflection on the declining health of our society. Yes, it is. Because you Jews have destroyed our country, destroyed the morals and values of the country, and it's very clear that you are the problem. It is purely a Jewish problem. Because there is no anti-Semitism if Jews behave in a way that normal, rational, sane, adult human beings would react or behave. Goes on to say, education is essential to clarify what constitutes anti-Semitism. The various sources of this hatred and what effective tools are available for law enforcement to fight anti-Semitism. In other words, they want to turn the FBI into a militant arm to protect Jews and their virulent hatred of Americans themselves. Because that's what drives this. All this anti-white stuff you see out there, it's coming directly from the Jewish community. And nobody's talking about this. Ultimately, that's the problem. The only reason we have the situation we have today is because of Jewish hatred Of America. It's very simple. They hate America. They have power. They have the media. They have money. They have organization. They control pretty much the entire government. They want to claim that's anti-Semitism. They literally want to claim that's anti-Semitism. In the meantime, they just installed a, a new regime... They installed the regime, folks, because they don't install it without all of this Jewish organization going on. So we look at President-elect Biden. Who's he got? Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken, Jew. David Cohen for CIA Deputy Director, Jew. Merrick Garland, Attorney General, Jew. Averill Haynes, Director of National Intelligence, Jew. Ronald Klein, Chief of Staff, Jew, Eric Lander, Office of Science and Technology Policy Director. Jew, Rachel Levine, transgender. Wow, I got to be careful there. Because I think I got a leak there. Okay, Rachel Levine, Deputy Health Secretary, transgender freak. What do they call these guys now? There's a great term for it. Gender mutant. Okay, a gender mutant is the health secretary. How in the hell does that happen? Putting a gender mutant as your health secretary. Jew on top of it. Alejandro Mayorkas, Secretary of Homeland Security. Jew. Wow. Anne Neuberger, National Security Agency Cybersecurity Director. Jew. Wendy Sherman, Deputy Secretary of State. Jew. Janet Yellen, Treasury Secretary. Jew. So, Okay what are the probabilities of all the top 10 staff picks here are going to be jewish it's something like something like i don't know 0.0022 to times 10 to the negative 17 it's like it, the, the probability is so far off in space it's impossible again you reward those who help you and so who is Biden rewarding? He's rewarding the Jewish community. So who then was behind the regime change? The Jewish community at large. 70% of the Jewish community voted for Biden. The 30%, they voted for Trump, but of the 30% that voted for Trump, maybe 3% of those will actually support our a right to free speech. They'll protect their rights to free speech. But if we want to criticize the Jews, the 70% and all of these criminal syndicate appointments, nah, they ain't going to protect our rights. Who are you kidding, man? Because if it's not good for Jews, they're not going to allow the thing, right? There's no way. So it's obvious to me, and I'm sure to many of you, That with all of these Jews in power here, this is a Jewish regime. Every bit as the Bolshevik regime was Jewish. And as we know, when you have a tinctured regime like this, I mean highly tinctured regime like this, filled with nothing but Jews, you will have tyranny. That's what that's what Jews have taught us over time. Wherever Jews come to power and they have absolute power over everybody, they want to instill and work to instill absolute tyranny with the with the intent to kill as many people as possible. Now, I'll hear some of the guys out there talking about how oh they're coming after Christians, they're trying to kill everybody. Yeah, you're right, dude. But you're not saying who's behind it. You're just saying Biden, Biden, Biden. But Biden doesn't operate in a vacuum. Biden ain't even here. So therefore your deep state, which has as its front men nothing but Jews, because the deep state is largely Jewish. These guys don't want competition because their entire world is a fraud. Their entire world is this blown up lie that a little tiny, little tiny pressure is gonna just pop the bubble and their whole world's gonna collapse in on itself. That's why they wanna silence us all the time, because they can't compete with our rhetoric. They wanna sit there and talk numbers, 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 and okay, how did you get six million, you morons? Half of the stuff you're talking about is just BS. For instance, you know, they like to talk about, oh, the Nazis, the Nazis. Okay, talk about Dachau, Dachau, D-A-U-C-H-A-U, something like that, or D-A-C-H-A-U, the German camp called Dachau or Dachau. Oh, all the Jews, (laughs) the Jews were so impoverished, oh, (laughs) dudes, shut the hell up, man, Dachau was a camp specifically for communists. Because the communists were a danger to Germany. The communists had been running around like Antifa, burning things up. But back then it was a lot worse. They were using machine guns and taking over whole governments and telling people you can't speak German anymore and creating tons of crimes in the cities. So Dachau was a communist camp. And it was all filled with Jews. Okay, what's that tell you? The problem was Jews. They were all communists. Maybe we need that today, but do you really think our government, our military has the guts to do what's necessary? They're not going to go that deep. I doubt it anyways. I don't think so. I don't think they have the ability. See, here's what I think. The Samson auction, the Samson option, if you know what that is, if you don't, the Samson option is basically saying if Jews are ever threatened, they're going to basically blow up the west with a bunch of nuclear bombs. I think that's actually in play today. I honestly think that's in play today. We've had too many reports of of sniffer helicopters up there. Basically would they'd only be up there looking for radioactive activity. So I believe for sure that there are a lot of sniffer bombs up there and perhaps that's why at the last second we had Trump bail I'm not, I, I'm not, st- I don't think he's part of this deep state plot. I'm not buying that for a second. With all due respect, I know some people believe that, but I'm not buying it. I know he's pro-Jewish. I get that. But I'm not saying he's part of this deep state plot. But I, I, I do believe, you probably heard that phrase if you're listening to some people out there, that this is a chance where maybe the Samson option was, was and is being deployed. In other words, Jews are threatening our cities with detonation of nuclear weapons. And that may be why Washington is under such occupation right now with so much really strong capabilities, including chemical, biological, and de- de- decontamination units deployed. Why would they need to have that? It's not to stop a Trump guy. Oh, some MAGA guy. Because most MAGA people are just genuinely nice people. They're not going to go out there. None of us would either. We're not going to go do something stupid like that. First of all, it's our Capitol building. What do we need to burn it down for? It's ours. That's ours. It doesn't belong to the deep state. It doesn't belong to Biden. That's ours. So why would we burn it down? What, you think we're a bunch of baboons from Congo? Okay, I don't think so. Oh, you guys saw the picture, by the way, man. Freaking weird. On a bus, okay, a a, a passenger bus. You got some black guy hanging on the bars, you know, the bars, the kind of where you can kind of su- support yourself, like a freaking monkey. I'm like, what the hell, dude? What the hell? What? I mean, really? What the hell are you doing? You freaking morons. And then they want to say you're a racist for looking at the guy like he's a stupid monkey on a bar. And we're all supposed to cower in fear for talking about what's plainly in front of our faces. That's another thing. I just thought of this one. People need to stop being afraid to speak openly about what's in front of their faces and call it for what it is. Seriously. Call it for what it is. Another thing. This whole Biden thing, it's, it's a fraud. Okay? Now for months and years, liberal, democratic, largely Jewish run states have turned their noses against anything from the federal law that they disagree with. You want to have a strong, Border security. You want to have a strong immigration department. You want to get rid of and deport those who are here or in any country illegally. The Democrats basically said, you know what? Eh, we don't like those laws. We're going to ignore those. Sorry about that. We're going to keep, we're going to keep our illegals. We're not going to listen to federal law. Have we reached a state now where if Washington says anything, we're just going to basically tell them, you know what? Yeah, we don't want to listen to your laws. Just, just go. We're not here to put... You guys are illegitimate. We don't have any... We just don't want any part of what you guys are talking about. You know, we're getting to that stage to where even though there's not a de facto breakup, there's a practical breakup because various states are just not... They just don't care about federal law anymore. And maybe maybe that's where this is going to be headed equally. Who knows? What is going to happen inside of the United States, quite frankly. You know, another thing, getting off the U.S. election for a minute, something that's closer to my personal concern. I just got emails from people saying, you know, we want to do this, we want to travel, we need to do that, and there's all these restrictions. I see IATA, the International Air Transport Association. I see Spain, Greece, and other countries. They say, we need to regenerate. We need to generate travel. We need to make it so people aren't afraid to travel anymore so they're going to mandate vaccines before you can travel. I'm like, you guys are stupid. Again, you aren't even serious people. You're stupid because you know what? The second you mandate all this, we shut down travel for good. Why? You'd have to be insane, quite frankly. You would have to be insane, to sit there and have some stupid official in a travel department of some government saying, oh, you can't travel unless you're vaccinated. First of all, these aren't even vaccines. They're genetic code injections. Okay, coming from the West, all this mRNA stuff, it's a genetic code uh, injection. That's not a vaccine. It doesn't even protect you. It does nothing to stop the spread of this thing. All it does is lessens the symptoms. So why in the hell would you mandate something like that just to get people to travel to your country? Why don't you just come out and say, you know what? All of our travel people around the world, like seashells, the, the island, uh, it's a paradise, quite frankly. But uh, they're saying, basically, if you're healthy, you're not welcome. And then they're like complaining, we need to get the travel up because we're hurt. We've lost 980 billion. Yeah, you've lost 980 billion because you're stupid. You shut down everything. You you allowed the health departments out there to give you a bunch of fraudulent tests. Then you listen to these idiots. Then you shut everything down. You allow everybody, and then you want everybody to get basically poisoned, tainted, before you can come visit your country. Healthy people not allowed. Only those tainted with a vaccine will be permitted to come. Oh, yeah, that's really intelligent. Go ahead. Mandate everybody die before they come to your country. That's that's going to bring up tourism. Oh, boy. Hey, honey, you want to take a risk of killing ourselves with a vaccine before we go on vacation? No, honey, I think we'll stay home this year. Yeah, I would be the same way. See, governments are stupid. I mean, absolutely, insanely Stupid. They just don't want to pay attention. They're literally telling people straight up, if you're healthy, don't come. Like, duh. Yeah. Again, we are dealing with a world where there's just nobody serious out there. Nobody practical. You know, for instance, right now I, I got complaints about Saudi, just to tell you straight up. Dennis, we, 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 we can't come. We need a week. this and then we need five days but we're in quarantine for a week we can't afford a week and and that's true listen telling people you got to be quarantined for a week and you're perfectly healthy is basically telling you go to jail for one week just to visit your country okay i wouldn't come either i don't blame people for not wanting to do anything and some of this stuff actually helps these countries so basically everything's on hold because nobody wants to be put in jail for seven days It's not jail, it's quarantine. No, it's jail, okay? It's just basically they have to pay for their own jail. Why don't you just bring them in, throw them in your jails, and you pay for it? It's the same thing. There's no difference. They're not free. And if they leave, they run a bunch of risks because you guys might hammer them. Okay, so why come? It's not worth it. It's just dumb. Based on what? A fraudulent test that everybody knows is fraudulent? and you're going to still hold people up forever? Okay. You're not serious then. You're just a joke. It's just a joke. It's it's everywhere. Greece, seashells, uh Spain Spain is like, "Oh, we want we want to get the vaccine certificates as fast as possible so we can get some confidence in the travel and and kickstart the travel. No you idiots. You know what will kickstart the travel? Just let people travel. Don't sit there and say, "Go take a risk of killing yourself before you come to Spain." Okay? That that that's not a smart way to get travel to your country. And they're all acting like we're all dying to get vaccinated. Yeah, you're dying. You, if you get vaccinated, you run the risk of dying. Cause a lot of people, it's like two and a half. Do you realize in California, they've actually stopped the Moderna, uh, jabs, poison, mass killings, because they're having too many reactions to it. So, okay, Mr. Grease travel, travel minister. Do you know that they've just killed off the whole Moderna thing in California because they got problems, but you want me to have it so I can visit your country? Are you an idiot or what? You're not even serious, dude. You guys are just a bunch of morons, children. You're sitting there afraid of your own ghosts, your own shadows. Guys, disease have been with us for tens of millions of years or however long we've been on this planet. And we got a bunch of non-serious people out there that think we're all supposed to be afraid. You have a higher risk of having lasting damage from a vaccine or a genetic code injection, which is what mRNA is. It's not a vaccine. It's a genetic code injection. It's a huge difference. It's not a vaccine. It is a genetic code injection which does nothing to protect you from the disease itself if it's a disease that you believe in. And imagine your risks are higher of being damaged by the vaccine than dying from the disease itself. So what type of idiot wants to take a higher risk on this side just to travel to your country? I mean... They're not serious people. They don't even have a brain. You need a negative PCR test. The PCR ain't going to do crap for you. It's not going to tell you anything. Everybody knows it now. It's all discredited. It's all fraud. And everybody knows it. It's 100% fraud. And everybody literally knows it. Yet they persist. It's absolutely amazing. They absolutely persist. Oh, anyways, telephone lines, guys, We'd like to call in one three two three two seven five one three one four. That's one three two three uh two seven five one three one four. Uh let's see. What else is really news? I kind of covered Biden. <laughs> what a joke. You know, I'm beginning to think, honestly, going back to Biden for a second, I'm really beginning to think, honestly, that this is just one big hoax. Seriously. It's like, it's so non-serious. You, you're supposedly got this guy, supposedly he's been sworn in, supposedly. Then they show the guy making a motorcade run, and all the troops are basically hiding their backs, turning their backs on the guy. Not all of them, but quite a few of them. So really when you think about it who really has power right now? The people with power is the Pentagon. The Pentagon has power. They got all the guns, they got the people. If they tell Biden to go stuff it, what's Biden going to do? Complain? <laughs> go ahead, dude. Because they have the power. What's the police what are the police going to do? Complain? Yeah, go ahead and complain, try to shoot it up. I don't think they're going to do that. So what we have here is a giant prison camp right now called Washington, D.C. Virtually the entire city is under some type of wire, barbed wire and fences. I think there's something like 60-some-odd checkpoints in that city, some bizarre figure like that. So they have made really Washington, D.C. into a type of prison because they're not tearing it down. It's not like tomorrow... There's going to be a bunch of patriots coming. No, nobody wants anything to do with Biden. We're going to fight. If this continues, and there's no way to reverse this, and there are ways, because we do know that... Uh, oh, what's my time? Okay. We do know that essentially what will happen is that all of those ballots that were pur- purportedly cast, they now have to be kept for 22 months. So there's all kinds of ways for all of us to get involved somehow and get audits in every single frickin' state. They got to keep them for 22 months. You want to really drive criminals crazy? Since they got nothing, we have not much else to do. Work with local people and extended networks and get out there and try to get the ballots because they can be reviewed now. It's passed. It's done. All those ballots can actually be tested and re- or, or can be reviewed because they're evidence. You want to drive the deep state, the Democrats, the Jews really wild right now? Go after the ballots. Go after them and count them one by one by one by one. Make sure you audit all the machines one by one by one. they got to keep the records for 22 months. So essentially what the Democrats, the deep state, the Jews have to do is they're going to have to hide the evidence now for 22 months. You wonder why they're trying to censor you so much? They don't want you out there talking about this type of stuff. They don't want you sharing information what you're going to have to do. No way, no how. But you got 22 months. That's one way this can be done. Another way this can be done is, there's many ways, but let's say you take a a democratic city that you know had a lot of fraud and you just lay siege to them. Tell them very simply, you give up all the operatives that were engaged in stealing our country from us, otherwise we don't deliver food to you. Come and get it. We ain't going to deliver it. That would take some coordination, but it could be done. Think about it. There's so many ways to fight back. But what you do know is failure to fight back in some meaningful way will just simply mean they'll just continue to take more and more rights away, more and more of your freedoms away, because that's what they do. They only have one plan, and that's your ultimate demise. Remember, Jews hate you. They hate America. They hate us for our freedoms. The primary enemy within America isn't China. China's nothing without Jewish power. That Jewish-owned media says exactly what it means. It's Jewish-owned. And when you listen to more and more and more of this anti-white venom being thrown out there, it's not originating from, let's say, the black community. It's originating from the Jewish community. And we've always known that because we've been dealing with this issue for literally years and years and years long before it became fashionable to basically be anti-white. All right, guys, going into a break. It's the Fatch Inside the Eye live and prime time back after this.
1: Cosmic Oracle. If you have have questions questions about about your past past lives lives, or future plans, need need answers from the cosmos about your love life life, or career, or just just want to keep your finger on the pulse of the planet, check check out my show, The Cosmic Oracle, here on Revolution Radio at freedomslips.com.
4: Do you have have the the necessary necessary information information to assist you in confidently living through just about any survival situation? Is survival and gardening, off-grid living, medical knowledge, or even natural or man-made EMPs on your list of personal concerns? Do you have your documents and your personal information in a safe place in your hands where you know where it is? Well, check out our preloaded EMP-proof thumb drive. All right. All right. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening. We'll with take a short break here at Revolution Radio. FreedomSlips.com. And yeah, we're gonna get back to your host.
0: Welcome back, it's the Fetch Inside the Eye Live Intelligent Media for the Politically We're actually, it's Inside the Eye Prime Time, isn't it? Uh It's uh January, January uh 21st It's one day after the purported, again purported uh Joe Biden inauguration We'll assume it's possibly true There's people out there saying it's not really true It's all fake news And who knows, who knows, I don't know all I know is what I'm reading like you on the newspapers and on the digital. I'm not on newspaper, let's be honest. None of us do that. Uh Let's see. You know, I don't know why they keep talking about a third party. I agree with actually Bongino here. There's no reason to, to, to start a third party. Just take over the GOP, guys. With 74 million people, you can just nuke everybody you wanted if you really wanted to. Just nuke them. Uh, let's see. Police are investigating a hidden camera that had dozens of videos <laughs> containing underage girls after being hidden in a the bathroom. There you go. That's transgenderism for you. All right. It's been one day since Biden's been in office already. He has canceled the Keystone XL pipeline. It says he says it is not consistent with my administration's economic and climate imperatives. That's going to put out, I think, 1100. I think the president of the Keystone Project said he's going to put 1100 people initially out of work. Uh, I think he's also stopping the border wall construction. That's going to put a lot of people out of work. He is putting people, me, putting the Americans back into the Paris climate accords, which is going to destroy a ton of businesses in America. So this guy is just Going all out on his first day, what they are doing, these globalists are trying to really put a, put a dagger into the United States. Uh, Biden has returned now the United States to the World Health Organization. The World Health Organization is, of course, uh, terrorist organization, a medical mafia terrorist operation operation that was behind the COVID and part of the cover and planning probably of COVID-19. Biden looks to put us back into the joint joint uh, council something, JCPOA. I forget what that stands for, but that's essentially the Iran nuclear deal. So he's looking to put us back into that deal. And uh, that's just day one. (laughs) It's like he can't wait to make himself an idiot. But whether or not he's actually in power, whether any of this will actually come true, we will have to see. Um, more Q stuff on my feed. Lots of Q stuff. People are saying, "Just be patient. Be patient." I'm patient. There's nothing I can do about it. You know, there's nothing I can do, quite frankly. So there's no reason not to be patient. What we do know is uh, the media. Nobody talks about the Jewish angle. They talk about 95%, 94%, 95% is owned by six, or actually I heard it's down to five companies now. But nobody talks about the Jewish ownership. And I don't know why that is. Why can't they just call it openly? Look, 95% of our media is owned by Jewish people, and they control the narrative in America. This is a Jewish-crafted reality. It's all fake news, which means that the entire Jewish structure Is fake. And trust in that media. Has now fallen to an all time low. In the United States. Following this election. It is now more than half the people. In the United States. No longer trust. The media. That is a huge plus. Because we know. And have known. For years and years and years and years. That Jews are liars. Straight up. They lie. They don't tell the truth. Look at, you know, they, they have an agenda against white America. Don't ask me why, but they hate white Americans. It has fallen like off the cliff in the past month and a half. Dropping no, let me see here, dropping, uh, close to 10 points. It's now down to 46%. Again, 46%. Now the trust sank to new lows after the 2020 presidential election. Fox News took the greatest hit. Its viewership is reportedly down an approximate 20% from its pre-November days. I know Fox News has just fired about 20 people, including their news director. But you know what? It's okay. They'll all land somewhere else because they helped destroy America. And that's the unfortunate thing is that in the left – They support those who destroy America. They will hire them and find something else to do. But here's some of the numbers. 56 of Americans agree with the statement that journalists and reporters are purposely trying to mislead people by saying things they know are false or gross exaggerations. 56% of the people believe that. 58% 58% of the people in America think that most news organizations are more concerned with supporting an ideology or political position than with informing the general public. So that is actually obviously quite true. Uh, it should be higher than that. It should be about 80%, quite frankly, because the media is nothing but an absolute lying piece of garbage. It is the real to me, it emulates the beauty of Jews, you know? Gaslighting, lying, pieces of trash, basically. To me, I just don't see a separation in the cultures. Now, that's just my view. Maybe you see a different view, and that's possible. But to me, I don't see the difference. I see Israel, I see how they behave. I see how they talk about white Christian Americans. I see what they've done to America. I see that they are behind immigration, mass immigration. They're behind so many different frauds in the financial industries. <laughs> the media fits them. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, you know, and what's funny here is another interesting observation. Those of us in the West, the white people, you know, as racist, anti, anti-human guys and gals out there. How many of you honestly want to see something done fairly? Raise your hand. See, that's most of us. We want things to be done fair. We want to live by rules that are fair. We we just want fairness. That's it. We want to treat generally. We want not everybody, of course, but we want to treat people fair. And when it comes to the larger laws that rule and govern over all of us, we want fairness. That's it. Just be fair. Don't cause any harm. Don't do anything that hurts other people, that type of thing. Just just be fair. It's not so hard. And the fact that the election is stolen right before, and they didn't even hide it. It's like, yeah, we stole it from you. What are you going to do about it? I can imagine that for most of MAGA, obviously it's unacceptable, but I would guarantee, I would think that for 30 to 50% of the leftist side, the Democrats are a bit older, who kind of have half a sense left, they probably think it's unfair also. The idiots like Antifa and the, you know, the BLM fools, okay, they're not going to get it, but they're only about 10 to 12 to 15% anyways. So they don't care. And I can just see it now. Jews are sitting there cheering, yeah, 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 we won, yeah, we won. You didn't win, you cheated. And that's the funny thing. Jews, they look at winning by any means necessary as being an honorable and ethical thing. And that's something that we don't have in our DNA. Can you imagine trying to steal the election like they just did? Can you imagine being in a newspaper organization and lying and gaslighting day in and day out and day in and day out like they're doing now? Can you imagine being that disgusting of a human being? And then when it all goes your way, you're like cheering like you actually did something honorable. Yay, we won. Oh, boy. No, it's it's pathetic. Again, this is not even, these aren't even serious human beings. They're not, this isn't how a human being, it's not how we behave. And that's how, and you could call it our big down for our, or our fault, but would you really want to abandon such principles? I wouldn't want to abandon them. I want to do what's right. I don't want to be having this, gnawing thing at my soul that I went out and cheated everybody to get my way. Yet Jews see this as honorable. To a man and a woman, you can go talk to them and say, you know what, this is wrong. And they say, you need to be censored. You're an anti-Semitic. Shut the hell up. Again, you guys aren't even serious human beings. They're not serious. Folks, we're dealing with Children. And we're allowing a bunch of idiotic children to dictate our future. Get it into your heads. None of these people are serious human beings. Just run them over. Just roll them, roll them over. Just, just, just smash them. They're not serious. Be strong. Say, you know what? You're not even serious, dude. You're an idiot. We need to get rid of you. Get out of my face and get rid of them because they're not serious by any stretch. For instance, Joe Biden on his first day in office, right? What's he do? He puts out an executive order. It, it's ridiculous. It goes way beyond anything that should have to do with general policy in America. But what, but, and you know what, you look at this frickin' moron, he's got his mask on all the time. What a frickin' clown! What an unserious moronic clown we're looking at. And he's the president of our country? This frickin' moron with his mask on everywhere he goes? Dude! What's the matter with you, you frickin' clown? Of course, we know he's dementia ridden, he ain't even here half the time. Hell, he can't even understand what his handlers are saying in his earpiece. And again, that's how unserious this whole thing is. It's a joke. It's an absolute frickin' joke. And yet, the courts wouldn't do anything. The national, or the, or the state assemblies wouldn't do anything. The Congress wouldn't do anything. We got this big frickin' childish joke going on from a practical or pragmatic point of view, and everybody's failing. The courts are failing, the election commissioners are failing, the state legislatures are say- failing, the national congress, the congress and the senator failing. Na- you know, lit- literally the whole frickin' system failed us. And now we've got this stupid clown that wears a mask everywhere he goes. And then he's gonna say, oh, we're gonna put out the 100 day challenge to, to, to stop the spread. Oh, you shut the hell up, man. You guys are idiots. You're not even serious human beings. I can't get, I can't get over watching this moron in his stupid, stupid, uh, mask all the time. What a, what a clown. So he puts out an executive order, right? It says here, the order effectively implements the most controversial aspects of the Equality Act without legislation. So, number one, female employees are going to lose their rights. Basically, it's an attack on women. See, you women want to complain to us guys, the patriarchy, how bad we are. It's not us, it's the global homo agenda, man. Hey, we look at you guys and gals, we could be equal partners in this. That's why they call them par-ents. You know what I mean? A par. What's a par? It's equal. You ever see over here of a par three? Anybody golf out there? Par four? If you hit the goal, if you're able to shoot the ball in four and it's a par four and you can sink the putt on your fourth try, it's equal, right? You're not one up. You're not one down. You're equal. That's what we call a parent. Think about it. It's not one over the other, but you listen to all these Jewish non-serious morons and all this various intellectualized stupidity on their campuses and they're like, ooh, it's the patriarchy. No, if you've ever seen how it works, the patriarchy exists for a reason. Because it works. They're saying here, domestic violence shelters are going to be forced to house men with women. Oh, that's going to work really well. You've had some woman with some guy who's been beating the hell on her for the past six months and now she's going to go to a shelter to try to escape that mess and she's going to be forced to be housed with other men so she can get beat up right again. Yeah, that is called the unseriousness of Jews and their global homo BS because that's what's driving this. Just Jews and global homo BS women in federal incarceration are going to be forced to be housed with violent male offenders. Tell me how that makes any sense. This is just a bunch of unserious, psychopathic idiots allowing their psychopathic tendencies to have free reign everywhere. These are not serious people. They're just agenda-driven morons that need to be driven from our society entirely. Quoting here, the Federal Bureau of Prisons will be directed under the new executive order to house men, including violent sex offenders and domestic abusers, in women's federal prisons if they claim to have a female gender identity. Again, they're not even serious human beings. These are mentally ill retards. Oh, actually they're not retarded. All they know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm female today. They're gonna put them with all the ladies. Yeah. They're not retarded. The people making the laws are retarded. It's, it's becoming insane, quite frankly. Let's go out to the phones to 513 Eric code. Hi. Welcome to Inside the I Live. Hey, Fetch. Hello, man.
3: Yeah, this is, this is Fritz.
0: Oh, Fritz. Hi. How you doing, man? Didn't recognize the number how you doing? I'm,
3: doing I'm doing well um uh I just wanted to point out and remind everybody that the last time that they had this much power was after the Russian Revolution,
0: yeah, pretty much,
3: yeah, they have a whole Politburo of or uh, we call it the cabinet uh now and um you know what dr phil says he says the best predictor of future behavior is past behavior
0: well i don't listen to dr phil but uh that sounds like something that's reasonably pragmatic
3: yes um i don't worship dr phil but sometimes i hear what he says Mm -hmm. um i also um i wanted to tell you that uh the health, the health czar in St. Louis closed a bar today for one year. For what? For a COVID violence.
0: Yeah. How we let these people get away with this, Fritz, I just don't understand it. They should be held personally liable for their losses. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. There was no court order. There was no warrant. There was no.
0: Then then what gives them the right to do this? Again, I don't see how we're giving them the right to do it, Fritz. I just don't get it. Americans need to say enough is enough from you clowns. You're not even serious human beings anymore. Agreed. You know, and that's what it takes. Get four, five, six hundred people out to say, you know what, enough. We're not going to pay attention to this. And if you keep it up, then uh, we're going to put you out of business, you know. Something has These to. These have
3: been trying to start a dialogue with with St. Louis for nine months, and and they don't return their calls. They won't respond to a request to have a dialogue with them. With them.
0: Yeah, they're they're again they're cowards. You know, it, I I we're not in anarchy yet. You know what I mean? We're not in anarchy yet. But I tell you man, if it ever turns into a violent anarchic society, they're the first to go. Screw these people. They're not, they're just not serious people. You know, they, they do so many, so much harm and violence to people. You know what I mean? This is harming people, not just the, the owners, but so many other people. That's my view of this.
3: Absolutely. Okay, that's all I got.
0: Okay, that's Fritz. Remember.
3: Yes. Remember they haven't had this much power since they overthrew the Tsar.
0: And they did... And we know what they did after they the, indeed they, they did overthrow how many
3: people they killed after that.
0: Yep, and they did indeed overthrow the Tsar and they have overthrown America. That is such a good point. All right, Fritz, thanks so much. That's, that's Fritz everybody out, and I believe Saint Louis. But yeah, Fritz is right. You know what? They overthrew the Tsar, we all know that. And they have overthrown the United States. This is an overthrow. There's re- a reason why they were all wearing purple the other day or yesterday. This was a purple revolution. Plain and simple. You know, going on to this uh, global homo agenda. This is how unserious these people really are as human beings. See, if I have a daughter, and I don't, but if I did. I would want her to have, if she wants to be an athlete, of course, I would want her to have the opportunity to really compete and be the best she can be and be rewarded for that if she can succeed. I, I was blessed. I, I was blessed with a good sport acumen and I had the chance to succeed in many ways and I did. And I would want the same for my daughter if I had. And I would want the same for a granddaughter equally. In fact, my nieces, nephews, everybody, I want them to have a chance. However, what Biden and the global homo agenda have just put into play is this. They have revoked what's called Title IX protections for women. And they have revoked, essentially, female sports because now... All female sports are going to have to allow men to compete with them. This is so patently global homo crap. You know, it's driven by an agenda of genetic mutants who can't compete with the boys, so they're gonna go compete with the girls and they're not females. And it takes away the rights of women and young ladies and young girls to really compete. I don't have a problem with the girls playing with the guys through 10, 11, 12 years old. Women, the girls develop faster than the guys anyway. So even though they're not going to be as good as the guys, at least they can play on the same field. But once you get in sixteen, seventeen, and they're doing track and field or they're doing other types of sports like soccer or something else, having a man on the field is so patently cowardice. It smacks in the face of integrity and decency. But it clearly shows the unserious global homo-Jewish agenda that we are forced to deal with on a daily basis. Claiming here, international development experts and human rights bodies advocate for single-sex washing, changing, and toileting facilities for girls as a crucial factor in creating equal access to education for girls. Of course, that's important for all ages, but for girls, obviously, you don't want a bunch of guys sitting inside your, your locker room. Let's be honest but you got all these gender mutant extremists and they basically want to trivialize just the healthy growth of children. See, the gender mutants out there, because that's what they are, they're just gender mutants. They seem to want to think that their rights trump everybody else's rights. And why should it? Listen, there's not that many of them. Give them their own locker room then. They don't need to be sitting there hanging out with the, the young ladies for what? They're going to say you can't have all these anti-bullying policies which threaten students with discipline or labels if they sexually harass these transgenders, these mutants, sexual mutants. But you know what? Those mutants don't give a damn about your rights. Again, they're not serious people. These are clowns. They're cowards. Give me my rights, but you don't have any. And Biden is literally promising now to throw girls and their sports back decades, literally decades. All the progress that girls have made have been, are going to be destroyed. You know, when I was growing up, teenager and into my twenties, early thirties, we had girls on our cross country team. Now, the girls didn't run with us, of course. They had their own races. You know, they were running. But we had some pretty good girls. They were tough. They were pretty tough. They were on a good team, good crowd. A lot of us guys supported them, wanted them to do well. But I can't imagine for a second any of us wanting to become a mutant and run against the girls just so we could win. How cowardly is that? Then growing into later we had all these, I was on many mixed softball teams. It was so good, the girls were so good, teams refused to sign up to play against us. Not because we guys were good, we were, but the girls were good. So okay, combine some good guys with some good girls and you get a lot accomplished, right? But I can't imagine for the life of me having some gender mutant on my team pretending he's a girl. How freaking stupid is that? It's just dumb. Again, you don't need gender mutants to be playing this game because they don't care about the other rights. As if somehow women's rights all of a sudden disappear because some gender mutant says that, well, I'm, I'm a girl now. It's crazy. It's absolutely insane. But that's where we are today. It's the fetch, everybody, inside the iLive Primetime. Thanks for listening. Good night from Riyadh. See you guys Saturday, 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern, right here, Revolution Radio at com. Thanks so much, everybody.